0: This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves here. Toll-free number 855-453. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features you'll find there. They are completely free. Once again, freetalklive.com. Here with you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. Doing things up a little bit different here uh, this week because, Nemi, uh, you are normally on Wednesday nights with us, but you wanted to come in special tonight. I did. So Julia, who's normally here, is going to trade out with you.
1: And I'm much obliged to her for that.
0: And it was probably the right move because uh, she was working today during the trial for Ademo Freeman, our mutual friend, and a fellow liberty lover and fellow activist, one of the creators of copblock.org. He was on trial today for what was a potential 21 years in prison uh, over three felony wiretapping charges. And I just let's just bring you up to speed real quick here because there's a lot to talk about. There
2: is a lot of history to this, too.
0: Yeah. So, uh, a demo facing felony charges because he recorded some phone conversations with some government bureaucrats as he was attempting to get them to comment on a situation involving a police officer at a school slamming a 17-year-old male's head into uh, a, a cafeteria table.
2: Yep. A, a seated 17-year-old male by the way um that right. you know and this is one of the, one thing that uh, didn't get shown in court but it the, the guy was seated the officer picks him up and then throws him onto the table.
0: Yep, and so
2: So probably not in fear for his life.
0: Not at all. In fact, uh, the conflict that had created that in the first place was over. The purse that he had taken from his sister had already been given back. Uh, It was resolving itself. Anyway, there was video of it. A demo had promoted that video at copblock.org, and he was in court because he'd recorded some bureaucrats when he tried to get their comment on the situation, including the school principal and the police officer in question as well. So... Uh, with that, we had a bunch of people show up uh, today for the trial.
1: Between Pete, Ayer and I, we counted
0: ninety people. No way, so yeah, really? Yep
1: right at the right at the start, and for the trial itself, when it came back to the sentencing, there were forty eight in the, in the courtroom.
0: Outstanding. The, it was the, the a courtroom really was turnout. full. I mean, yeah. pretty much the whole day. The it was courtroom packed. was
1: packed. It was packed for the trial. Yeah, it was. It was a great
0: turnout. And uh, so, lots of people came out. They came out from all around, not just New Hampshire, but uh, some people from outside of New Hampshire. Uh, oh yeah, uh, there was another guy that came up from California, and it was North a, Carolina. Right. So a lot of people came out to show support for their friend, and in some cases, uh, you know, somebody they consider a hero, somebody who is willing to stand up for his beliefs, put his uh, freedom on the line, not just. For his own sake, but also for everybody's sake, because a demo advocates people not taking a plea deal. And so these
2: were felonies,
0: though, yeah, I was I mean, 21 this, years. We're
2: not talking about a parking ticket here that you take to trial in order to gum up the system. You're talking about three
0: felonies. Right, and that's why I think a lot of people considered him heroic for uh, for doing what he did. The, the
1: prosecutor really wanted to throw the book at him. I mean, his closing arguments were absolutely ridiculous and beyond the pale, in, in my opinion. In, oh yeah, for for some of the things that he said. I mean, he called him outright uh, outright guilty of the charges, and and was was just saying some some things about him that really. Uh, I don't know that
0: they're entirely true. Well, he but. also lied at the uh, the end as well. The prosecutor in his closing statement put words into Damo's mouth, and it's awfully convenient for him because the prosecutor goes last. Now, I don't know if it's the same yeah. way in every state. Yes, but in New Hampshire, it's the same way everywhere. I believe so. Yeah, uh, in New Hampshire, the prosecutor. i never I've seen heard it on of it TV. It's always
2: the defense that goes last. But you know, closing, what do I know?
0: Closing statements in New Hampshire. Defendant goes first, prosecutor goes uh, after, and that means that there's nothing you can say to rebut whatever it is that he puts it's, out there. It's the crazy.
2: End. I mean, you know, as if the state needs any advantages.
0: Right. And so during this closing statement, he basically said that a demo wants if a demo gets his way. Right. <sighs> that uh, that he would be av- he is essentially advocating for people's conversations being recorded all the time or at any time meaning he gave examples like if a prosecutor is talking with a rape victim a demo thinks that should be recorded Uh, and if there's two people on a phone. It was
2: nuts. I mean the guy's recording a public official making a comment to the press and the prosecutor comes out and says if you can record police officers in the state of New Hampshire like you can, 38 other stinking states in the union, it'll be anarchy. I mean it it was he the most he preposterous stopped, crap I'd he, ever heard. He stopped short of saying the
1: word anarchy, and I really wish yeah, he had. Said he it, um, and but Mark was sitting next to me for the for the trial, and I'm sure Mark can attest that I was muttering. I'm like, it's just object, object,
0: object, mm-hmm. Hell yeah, object, I wanted object, too, But
1: what are you do? I, I, I don't know. Stand up and <laughs> and say something. It was, it's hard. It, it was it's very hard difficult. When
0: you're there, and you're the pressures on. It's hard to remember to object. It's hard to think about those things. Uh, A lot of people were saying that after the fact. Oh, he should have objected here and he should have objected there. But all that aside, the prosecutor basically made this case... Out to be essentially the thin, like The the, the jury was essentially the thin line standing between the society that we know, with all of its wonderful rules. Oh, you may disagree with a few of them, but we have rules, and if you are to throw this case away, if you are to find this man not guilty, that will destroy the entire law. Yeah, Western
2: civilization was on the line today in Manchester, New Hampshire, about the recording of some government bureaucrats.
1: What would what would happen if we all decided what laws we We're going to obey.
0: That's what he asked the jury at one point. Really,
1: and he even compared it to running traffic lights, and and I love it because now I am going to run a traffic light every day until (laughs) the day I'm going to go out and find one because you know I'm a responsible adult and I can decide when to stop. And look both ways and proceed. I, I'm not a sheep. I'm not going to sit there and wait for the light to turn green if there's no traffic well, you're coming not a either sheep, way. So
0: you don't have a chance of ever getting on a jury, apparently, because this jury came back with three guilty verdicts today. Inside minutes, an hour, yeah, yeah, well, well, within an hour, yeah, uh, they came back with three guilty verdicts, three of three. They three of
2: three. I'd like to point out that the, the one of the conversations with us, a police officer, it was maybe 14 seconds long. And the guy said no comment and hung up. Essentially, right. I mean that's he was paraphrasing, but it was really short. So you know, he he called and a demo called and asked for a comment. The guy said he hadn't heard anything, so he never even had a chance to say that. You know, this call is being recorded. The police officer said – Well, the claim said, would be you'd have to
0: say it at first. What's that? The claim from their side would be you'd well, have to say was, it no, so wait at right the,
2: first. The lady picks up the telephone and immediately begins talking. So there, there was never an opportunity for that. The claim was never made. That claim was never made. What the, What they said was when the press calls for a comment, they say that they're looking for a comment. And he did say that he was looking for a comment. So from what the police officer said, he fulfilled everything with the police officer. The second one was the secretary that transferred the call. I mean, there was nothing. Uh, she, you know, this lady was harmed. Nothing happened.
0: Yep.
1: And Ademo made that point with all all three witnesses that we saw today. Who was harmed? How were you harmed? And every time Objection. the prosecution objected. Yep. Every time. And it was not, admit, uh, not admissible. And, and it was... Um it was so maddeningly frustrating to me to see the first cop, the detective who didn 't know how many lines in the in uh, or what lines were audio recorded by the police department mm-hmm. and then we had the captain who looked like he ate at least two babies get on the on the witness stand, and he said, Oh only i <laughs> so I have man. never seen such a large cop oh come on, really.'
2: Really, I, I had there were some
1: pretty fat he cops. He was definitely out- one of the He big was boys. definitely one of them.
2: He I wasn't mean, keeping up with whatever uh, standard operating. I would procedure like to phys- right, SOP, fitness.
1: Mark, for the physical fitness training. My God! And he got up and he said, "No, seven lines are recorded." Now, during the lunch break, a friend of mine and I called to into the Manchester non-emergency line business line. Uh, someone answered the phone. My friend said, "Oh, is this line recorded?" Person said yes. Mm-hmm. My friend said thank you for your time and hung up. Now, okay, which of the seven lines were those? So was a Damos call recorded? Because it certainly seemed that way to me. If he's calling to speak to someone to seek comment, he wouldn't be calling 911 or dispatch.
0: Well it's okay for them to record you. They work for the government. That's what it comes came down to. So uh were you there today? Did you experience this? Uh would you like to share your thoughts? 855 450 Free, that's the SACEL C A I toll free line. Obviously, we've just kind of scratched the surface on the day's events. Oh, and by the way, I was hooting. Uh, we were doing tweeting and Facebooking. I asked Mark if he was event. hooting during the trial. Yep, so uh, it's actually pretty useful because it allowed me to kind of like take notes, but at the same time also uh, let people know what was going on. So uh, 855-450-FREE. You can take control. Uh, some of the latest information is over at freekeen.com. That links to Cop Block and a few other things. The uh, raw video will be up later. More coming up. It's free talk live. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll free at 855 453. It's the SACL CAI toll free line. Join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. You can drop in there and get interactive in a variety of different ways. The primary method is by submitting show content. To the site. So show prep, uh, suggestions, stuff you find online that you think's interesting. Maybe it's a video, blog post, uh, perhaps it is a news article. You submit it as show prep and then others can vote. So you may vote up or down and the most voted up, make it to the front page and the top of the site. You can also go to the upcoming stories page to vote up the freshest stories or vote it down. Uh, vote your opinion on the uh, the freshest stories, the freshest items that have been added to the site by listeners just like you. So go and get interactive. It's all free over at freetalklive.com. Now, we are uh, talking to you about the Ademo Freeman trial that sadly resulted in three guilty verdicts today. We're going to get into more detail on that. But There's an important aspect that really needs to be brought out here, and that is that you mentioned, Nemi, that you had counted uh, 90 people at one point in the courtroom, and how many of those 90 people do you think were uh, liberty-minded folks as opposed to news media or possible bureaucrats?
1: Um, I know that when the judge came in, only three people stood in the audience, and they were all attorneys. (laughs) But when the jury came in, um, both times, everyone stood. But when the jury um, had issued their verdicts and got up to leave, no one got up.
0: Bob Constantine actually uh, got up and turned around. He, uh, during the yeah. ju- jury reading their verdict, uh, he stood up and turned his back on them.
1: Now, an interesting correlation for me, the last time I was really I spent any time in a courtroom was for your trial when t- Jason Talley was dragged across the floor for not rising when arnold entered the room the judge yeah yep. judge arnold did uh, entered the room and we did not stand and we were told before um by one of the bailiffs that we would need to stand or we would have to leave mm-hmm. and that was the very first time i'd ever been in for an activist quote-unquote trial and i believe if memory serves it was for um for releasing video footage from the superior courthouse, and we did not rise and uh, we were instructed to leave I got up to go, and it was because i was I was between tally Jason talley was between me and the wall that I got out and and tally didn't move quickly enough, and he got dragged across the floor by his wrists instead and uh, that was outrageous to me, so to go into this courtroom both last week for the jury selection and this week for the trial, the judge was very. Um, very calm in addressing the group of people, and 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 somewhat—I don't know if respectful is the right word—almost jovial. Uh, yeah, in he, some was, cases. he was. He um, was. And he. There was joking around to, to some degree, um, but he was very respectful of um, of those us. who did not rise. Right, and and when I was leaving, he even he even mentioned it.
0: Uh, yeah. like that. He didn't care. Like, yeah. If you don't stand. It's no big deal. When the trial was I'll over, I jail. said, I,
1: I may stand for you next time." He said, "You don't have to." Yeah. You know, so I, I don't I don't know. It's just it's such a contrast to me.
0: Oh, they, as far as the judges are concerned. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. I mean, the the, the, uh, the man in the robe out here in Cheshire County, New Hampshire, the western portion of the state, uh, Judge John Arnold, is an absolute tyrant. And although he has retired, they can bring him back anytime they want as a what they call a senior judge status. Uh, he's absolute tyrant. He told people that uh, during my trial that they could not have clothing with messages on them. So T-shirts like yours and mine yeah, today, we Nemi, were, would have been disallowed. This
1: is the shirt that the, that the um, Farrington was told to take off at West High School by yours the, the shirt principal. shirt
0: says, I don't talk to police, I record them. That's right. Uh, cop block shirts and gear were also subsequently banned from the high school, as the principal basically admits during her testimony. And we'll get to her here in a little bit. She was absolutely ludicrous. Oh. Uh, I, of course, have a No Victim, No Crime shirt on from a plea dot, uh, dot org. And not neither of our shirts would have been allowed in the courtroom in cheshire county and we 're talking about two superior courthouses yeah. of the same you know courts of the same level. In judges the at the same, state, same level right. in the same state system with two completely different scenarios where uh, there's like a total crackdown in one, and the, the other ones this is you know kind of a somewhat Whatever. laid back judge who doesn't really care whether you stand or not, and he's you know kind of joking with folks and friendly. He's still a judge. He was still kind of you know he threatened people with contempt a couple times. Couple and, times. The bailiffs were still grumpy little tyrants. Oh yes, yeah. so most of the bailiffs. Especially are bad before news. lunch,
1: the one that yelled at us before we left for lunch today. Three of us were, were staying in the courtroom. Um, I had uh, been able to get my laptop up to a demo, so he was able to reference some statutes while, while he was there, um, if that had been helpful. And the bailiffs had been pretty good about letting me in and out of whatever the, the well, mm-hmm. I guess it's called, to, to do that. And as I was gathering up my things to leave for lunch... Um, we were told, um, Clyde and I were told, that we needed to talk to those other people in in the front row. Now, right. Mark was sitting with me in the front row, and there were some And I folks, was recording
0: this, by yeah. the way. I, I didn't get the whole beginning of the conversation, but at a certain point I was... Because I was putting my camera away because we are going to right. lunch. like, oh, I should know better than to put a damn camera away in, in the <laughs> in courtroom. <a> courtroom. <laughs> so I did catch a lot of this. And
1: so Clyde was wonderful. He was fantastic. And I said the same thing. I said, I don't know the people you're talking about. And, and I said, you're lumping me in. He said, well, you're all wearing the same shirt. I said, I'm the only one wearing this shirt. Yeah. You know, I, don't paint me with a broad brush. They are. I don't know these people. I've never met these people. Yeah, you know, the people that he's talking about that were particularly right. vocal and, and uh, unruly, quote unquote, during the, uh, during the trial, while trial was in session. Yeah, but this it's thing like, has gotten it's not my international job. news. I said, this is your job to keep order in the court. I, right. I'm, I'm not going to go up to strangers I don't know and tell them, respect the court. That's not my job. You have the brown shirt on, you tell them. With the badge and the star. Yeah. And, and, the, and the gun. And the paycheck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I said, this isn't happening. And Clyde was, Clyde was great. You were great. I just said my piece and got out of there because I wanted a demo to be able to have the laptop when I came back mm-hmm. in. So it, it was just it, it was incredible to me. It, you know, I, it was certainly no Tebow uh, but Tebow is
0: the uh, outrageous bailiff, the worst of the the bailiffs the worst of the in, worst. in Cheshire yeah. County. This is a kind of a, a sort of a, a mini Tebow, though. I mean, he's the, the, the little troll that you're talking about. The bailiff uh, has been an issue previously, and uh, he was definitely the troll uh, bailiff today. And in the case that you're talking about, where Clyde was getting into it with him, I was in the back of the room with my video camera. I would pulled it back out of my bag and was kind of hand-holding it uh, for a short bit. And then I ended up uh, finally getting it. It took me a little while to get it back connected to the tripod, but I walked back up uh, to them. And this uh, guy, of course, I, I probably should have just stayed back uh, because, you know, by getting up in his face, hmm. I gave him the opportunity noticed, to right. pick on me and which is fine i can handle it and so he is, immediately threatens me and told me to turn the camera off and i basically told him no this is a public courtroom and i'm not going to do that uh which i've done I've, you know i've had to do before i've done it with tebow mm-hmm. and you mean you record uh,
2: a person without their uh, a public official without their permission
0: i absolutely uh recorded their uh, themselves without a uh, permission and he did not arrest me i kind of you know told him look i'm going to keep recording until you stop threatening people and he said i'm not threatening anybody and so at this point, I'm just kind of walking away. And I told him, as I told him, I'm going to continue recording. I didn't stay standing in front of him. I went back to go and grab my tripod or whatever, because I guess I hadn't gotten the tripod at that point. But anyway, uh, and it was just absolutely outrageous, uh, this this man's behavior. The whole the whole situation today was ridiculous from top to bottom. And the jury should be ashamed of themselves. Uh, they were booed and hissed yeah, to the some jury, extent. I'm yeah, sorry. Uh, okay. out the court. I, I don't agree with the, ju- the, the,
2: the jury's uh, verdict here or anything like that. But I'm sorry. Sorry, they didn't get uh, a professional level presentation. I don't from care. Him.
0: It was pretty clear that the crowd was on the side of the defendant. So what does uh, that mean? Well, it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty rare thing that there's any crowd the for anyone's trust. But, but how does any something.
2: jury jury member know that? They they've juried on. I one understand jury.
0: what you're saying, but the point is, those bureaucrats were ridiculous today. The statements they made were absolutely outrageous, and anybody that cares about freedom of the press should have found him not guilty. The Did he Never, the wood press. More never up. said it once.
2: I can truthfully say that verbal surgery.com, best dadgum podcast I've ever learned to change my neurology right now. Feeling good, feeling better about myself right now. Verbal surgery.com gets inside of my brain, or massages those sweet old brain lobes inside of my head. Feeling better right now. Even now I feel better and I want to go and listen to some verbal surgery.com right now. Go do it, baby. Feeling good.
0: This is Free Talk Live. Toll free number here is 855 450 Free. SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. All the features we give away. So enjoy those. Again, freetalklive.com. Listening options are there. We've got live streams, broadband, midband, and narrowband versions of the show are available to you, and they are all free. Listen.freetalklive.com will take you there. Plus, it'll take you to a list of over 110 radio stations that we are on across the country on AM and FM. In addition to that, our satellite listening choices, including XM Satellite Radio, where we're heard every single night of the week, as well as our webcam and the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance. Go to listen.freetalklive.com. You know, we got off on a tangent uh, during the last... Segment when I wanted to point out that the courtroom was packed full of people. Because of the Free State Project, maybe there were a handful of bureaucrats and a handful of press. So you mentioned there were 90 people in the courtroom. I would say 80 out of the 90 were all liberty-minded people from whether more, they're Free yeah, Staters or more not. More than that, yeah. A number of them were, you know, New Hampshire native liberty-minded people. Some of them were Free State Project participants. But right. the room was packed full, and some people were from outside of New Hampshire entirely. Uh, the room was packed full of people. It was uh, not quite a standing room only, but uh, there wasn't was pretty very close. much Pretty darn full. We were, we were
2: packed in pretty tight. Mark was I sitting on my lap. I came a little bit late, and you know nothing. That, <laughs> nothing that good happened to me, but I came in kind of late, and there was I, I, I was looking ar- looking around, thinking, oh, I'm not going to find a seat, and then Nimi uh, had one for me.
0: Right. So lots of people were there, and they were all there because they're here in New Hampshire because of the Free State Project. A group of thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented people who intend to converge, and many of them have already done so. Over a thousand are already here in New Hampshire to converge. In one geographic area to get active to achieve liberty in our lifetime. And hopefully that those uh, thousand plus people and soon thousands more will help inspire New Hampshire natives like NEMI and others uh, who care about freedom that have moved here prior to the Free State Project to get active or more active than they've been previously uh, and I think that uh, we've been successful at that uh, to some extent, and I'm glad that you were well, there. Well, I'm today. still here. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you were there because I know that you've seen some pretty outrageous court behavior that prior to this, uh, prior to getting involved in in all this, you yeah. hadn't really been privy to. And it can it can be a real eye opener being in a courtroom like this where bailiffs are acting like thugs. Uh, the jury is uh, you know really just a sad lot of people. And uh, and and just terrible things happen to innocent, peaceful people that have never harmed anybody else. And a lot of it is usually done behind closed doors without any media coverage. We were fortunate in that the Associated Press was there today. WMUR, the local ABC News affiliate, was there. Uh, the uh, union leader, the biggest newspaper in New Hampshire, the AP was there. I, I yeah. mentioned Associated Press. I'm sorry, and uh, and the AP story is already getting picked up. Uh, Boston, I think, uh, dot com yeah, might be an San AP. Francisco. San Francisco Chronicle. Yeah. Uh, NH Public Radio was there as well, so... You know, at least the mainstream media did pick this one up, uh, and that's thanks to some of the outreach that was done to media last week, uh, that resulted in uh, the Huffington Post and WikiLeaks talking about this case. Hopefully, they'll uh, be updating their stories and/or posting fresh ones. So, luckily, this is a you know an instance where the media actually cared enough, or at least some of them did, to pay attention uh, because it definitely was a free press issue. Mark, you mentioned that, oh, by the way. FreeStateProject.org. Go there to learn more about the Free State Project, FreeStateProject.org. Uh, it it definitely was a freedom of the press issue. I agree that it was a freedom of the press. You're saying that he issue. didn't mention that at any point in the trial. Not once. Well, and I that's mean, too
2: bad. The, you know, copblock.org is a blog and blogs are recognized in the state of New Hampshire and and frankly yeah. they should be every place on the planet as news. They are the new media. They're breaking more stories than any other uh You know, uh, news—they're breaking more stories than reporters are these days, and that's—that's just the truth. But sadly, these uh, jurors did not get Adamo's best game. Adamo's best game—he's still an amateur, and the lawyer's still a professional.
0: A and, demo beat wiretapping charges in Greenfield, Massachusetts, I might like to remind you, in front of a jury. Yep, so, yep. you know, he's definitely capable of uh, of doing this in yep. this case. He didn't I agree even with come you. close today. I agree with you that, uh, you know, he did not do as good of a job as I had, uh, had hoped to see. But then again, he spent the weeks coming up to yeah. this in his jail depressed. cell. I,
2: I mean, and, I think he's
1: depressed and I think they've beaten the uh, the fight out of him. With, yes. with um, a limited access to a law library as well. And, sure. and Usually in jail, you don't have yep.
0: hardly anything. But See, I've had, never been in jail,
1: so I don't know these he things. He had a
2: lot of coaching um, given to him during the trial, and mm-hmm. he he pretty much uh, you know ignored most of it. That's now, true. I, I'm not going to say you – know, I don't know what's going through the guy's mind. I don't know what his plan was. Whatever it was – the execution looked horrendous to me today. And that doesn't mean that I don't believe every th- that he was completely in the right. I think that any public official getting on the television or telephone, excuse me, with any member of the, the, the public should have the expectation that they are being recorded. And I think that this was an incredibly important case today. And I just feel like it was
0: botched. Well, here's what you can do. You can call a government bureaucrat and mm-hmm. record the phone call and send it to the I know. prosecutor. and this
2: is really what it comes down to you know you sit out there in the in the you know in the the, the cheap seats where I was yep. cost nothing to be there, and it's easy to sit out there and say but but i i don't have the reputation by the way that a demo has he's gotten he's got a couple of years on me in building up uh, animosity um, so <laughs> What's that I don't, supposed
0: to mean uh,
2: you don't." Think that the bureaucrats knew who he was, knew what cop block was, and right. came after him for that reason. He's a target. Oh, you think? Uh, if I'll you, concur. If
0: you think if you sent a, a you know evidence of you doing wiretapping to the prosecutor, they would ignore it? It would be interesting. It might. It might. They, they might not. I don't know. Well, William uh, Kostrick, who uh, previously has made national headlines by carrying a gun at a presidential event up here in New Hampshire, which is legal. Yep, and uh, he was – at the very end of the clip, I've got the, the raw video footage that I took today. Mm-hmm. It is encoding as we speak. We'll upload it. Hopefully, it'll be up a little bit later on tonight. At the very end of that footage – and I might clip it out just because it's, it's really interesting. At the very end, the prosecutor is you know packing up his stuff. He's getting ready to go, and he's giving an interview to the mainstream media there. He's answering their questions about the sentence and things like that. And as soon as the mainstream media is done, William Kostrick's standing there waiting patiently for his chance to address the prosecutor. And basically what he tells this prosecutor is that uh, he's going to go home. The first thing he does is he's going to call the police department and ask to speak with so-and-so, one of the officers that was on the stand today, and that he's going to record that phone call and that he's then going to take a copy of that phone call of him committing wiretapping and send it to uh, the prosecutor. And he told the prosecutor, you're going to have a hell of a lot harder time with my trial.
1: Yeah, and I believe that for sure. I would agree.
0: So... I want to say, and I, I hope that he wanted me to promote that because I was certainly standing there with a video camera. He did it in public. Um, I think that's one of the best responses that could have happened in this situation.
2: I think the best response is
0: to take a liberty,
2: you know, take this instance, use a liberty oriented rep, get this to stuff through that's the house. great mark
0: i agree with that too <clears throat> in fact i talked with mark warden who is a liberty rep who was there today he was pretty outraged by this whole thing i talked to him about that he says that he doesn't believe there's much of a chance the law can get changed but uh, he's you know they're working on it maybe you know they're going to try it again so that those gears are in motion I hope that's so. one of those long-term things that maybe something will change maybe it won't the system sucks it's slow well, it's awful the worst but if case bill kostrick does what he said he's going to do and that prosecutor comes after him It will be interesting to see if the prosecutor does anything with it, number one, but it would be extra interesting if more people were willing to take that kind of a risk. If more people stood up and said, I'm a demo now, and called some government bureaucrat, and recorded that phone call, and sent it to their local prosecutor, and a bunch of people took on this particular issue. What do you think it's going to do?
2: What do you think the outcome is going to be?
0: I think that if people promote what they're doing, it shows how ridiculous this system is. If he doesn't prosecute, if Bill Kostrick does that really and he's not prosecuted these... b- uh, for it, then that means that wiretapping all of a sudden is not a, a, an issue anymore to these uh, these people, uh, and that should be they promoted.
2: Ignore, they ignore uh, lawbreaking whenever it's convenient for Great. them.
0: Great, and maybe it will be convenient for them, but it should be shown to people that that is what they do because people need to see that over well, and my over question again.
2: question to you is that you know these articles written by the AP and uh, you know the MU you are and all that stuff. Did they really show the? Uh, did they show the public that uh, Adamo was m- a member of the press? That this had to do with press freedom.
0: That I haven't had a chance to read any yeah, of them yet. The have case you.
2: that Adamo made was not for press freedom.
1: It was for transparency in government. Officials that their the word even
0: were-
2: did, did that word even show up in any of these articles.
1: No,
0: yeah, because the, the, the case isn't being made to the public. I haven't read the articles. Uh, have you read the? Them?
1: I've I've read the AP article, yes, and the WMUR
0: article. They just report the facts, right? No, they so don't. Because sm- come on, they
1: reported that he got one standing ovation. He in fact got three. <laughs> but
0: look for everybody that's such a critic. They should go ahead and do what Bill Kostrick had the courage to do, and that is say he was it's going outrageous. to go ahead and get this same charge and take this charge to court and take it to a jury trial and then see what they think about the I way he presents the case. I would be more
2: interested in them making telephone calls to their legislators here in New Hampshire and getting this thing pushed through.
0: Great, Mark. You should lead that uh, message and you should going. lead that effort, but that's already happening. Yes. So we should do other things, too. 855-450-FREE. Just don't sit back and make one phone call. It's Free Talk Live
4: Okay, we
0: This is Free Talk Live, toll-free number here, 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, one 450 3733 You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy all the features that we have there for you. You can also support the show by shopping with us. Go to shop.freetalklive.com. You can enter Amazon. Through the links you find there, Amazon UK, Amazon US, and Canada, all available. Once again, that's shop.freetalklive.com, and when you enter through that link or those links, Free Talk Live will get a portion of the purchase price. So once again, shop.freetalklive.com. Oh, but today when we were, you know, during the break
2: while uh, the jury was deliberating or doing whatever they do there, uh, friend Josh and I uh, managed to. Get the AP gal to uh, listen to our spiel on bitcoins. She took three pages of notes. Whoa. I don't know whether she's going to write an article on bitcoins or not, but now this reporter at this very influential news agency has a reasonably good idea Mm -hmm. as to what bitcoins are. So if you want to find out, bitcoins are going to change the world. Um, one of these guys that was uh, there talking about them says, I relate Bitcoins. Uh, I mean, I've got to say the guys probably sounds a little smarter than I am. You know, one of get kind of geeky guys. He says, I relate Bitcoin to the pre porn Internet which i guess means that <laughs> wait when the pre-porn internet what is that before dirt
0: <laughs> yeah porn got on the internet I, pretty
2: quickly i'm not sure well uh, the internet i guess started in the 60s i've got an article here on who, okay. who made the internet but whatever i mean what i think that he's trying to show is that bitcoins have an incredible amount of potential yeah. um, in them at this point well
0: the internet was really pushed by porn in a lot of ways the in a popularity lot of, ways it of was. Uh, the internet and I think, that bitcoins, I think that's what he's referring to
2: bitcoins will probably be pushed by C- certain types of things like gambling. I mean, uh, you, one can gamble on the bit, uh, the internet with bitcoins. As a matter of fact, uh, we've got uh, seals with or something like that. You can go to Free State Pro- or excuse me, uh, Freetalklive. dot com, and the the banners on the side of the page there. You can see that. But anyway. Um, you can go to WeUseCoins.org. Find out more about Bitcoins. Uh, if you want to get some Bitcoins, BitInstant.com is the place to go. You have more than 700,000 locations worldwide. All you have to do is go there, uh, get a little deposit info from where you want to go, deposit the money. By the time you get back home, you'll have Bitcoins in your account. It's BitInstant.com.
0: Okay, so Mark, you were attacking me during the break for oh, advocating uh, for advocating that people stand up for the freedoms of others and be willing to put uh, a little something on the line and that's all i was doing i wasn't saying everybody has to do what William a little Kostrick something on the did. line
2: is a felony okay
0: uh-huh. Seven years. Punishment I think. By seven years.
1: I think the line comes for different people at different times. Like it, it came for me first with the Jason Talley trial in, and Tally trial and seeing Tally get dragged across the floor. That was what a year ago, almost now. And and I think that it, for different people, it comes in different ways. And and the way that people come to find their voice it sometimes takes time. And to yell at them and say you must or you should or, or anything like that. When did I yell at? No, anyone? no. I'm I'm not. Uh, excuse me. When when someone says you should. Or you know you need to, I really kind of well, that's what Mark said he paused. said you need
0: to call your local legislator and, and complain to them. I and already have and that. right, well he said you, he was the only one who said you need to do anything. What I suggested was that people who believe in standing up should come here. And they should do that here because you're not going to get 90 people at your trial in In Florida or Minnesota or wherever because those activists, they just aren't there. They're here in New Hampshire. There are over 1,000 people here as part of the Free State Project now. Over 12,000 have pledged to move here. And look, the people are doing a variety of different things. There is the political action that's going on. Wait a second.
2: I understand the political action. What's it going to do if a half a dozen people manage to get arrested For wiretapping here in New Hampshire, which is really just recording government bureaucrats on the telephone.
0: Well, first of all, it gives each of them the chance to take it to trial mm-hmm. and take it to a fresh jury sure. in the hopes that we can at some point find a jury that will actually nullify a bad jury law. nullification doesn't matter in this case.
2: Um, jury nullification it always matters only matters for the individual. So people are acquitted of murder all the time. Jury nullification has been used in the uh, uh, Jim Crow South mm-hmm. to nullify white people murdering black people, and murder still illegal. So jury nullification—that's a ridiculous example—and you know it
0: because jury nullification absolutely has uh, worked toward changing laws, like in the example of alcohol prohibition, where you know prosecutors couldn't get a conviction out of the neighbors of these folks that were busted for uh, for alcohol. We possession. don't know the
2: answer to that because we don't have a test case. You don't know no, if no. jury nullification. You know
0: that people used jury nullification in those cases. I do as a that- result of that, they might as well not arrest anyone anymore because they can't get a problem. They, they can't get a conviction up to
2: the last day of alcohol prohibition. They continued to arrest people. Yes, they finally changed the law, but there's no evidence that jury nullification had anything to do with the mm-hmm. changing of the
0: law. So why bother advocating it then?
2: Jury nullification? Yeah. I'm not sure jury, jury nullification matters at all. Okay. I, I don't. I, well, there are
0: some people who are, are who disagree with you. Some, uh, you know, more scholarly folks who've actually researched jury nullification and the history of it, like the folks over at the Fully Informed Jury Association, yep. who are huge advocates of jury nullification, and they are advocates of it because it's effective at dissuading prosecutors from going after people. If you can't get a conviction on you know x type of charge whether it's possession of uh, alcohol back during prohibition or helping a slave escape during uh, the slave days if you can't get a conviction you're far less likely to bother trying and this
2: prosecutor's now batting a thousand
1: now someone came up on facebook today this afternoon saying well i think this is a ridiculous waste of my tax dollars and was blaming a demo and mm, activists etc okay so really typical Whose choice was it to spend the tax dollars on prosecuting a demo?
0: The prosecutor,
1: right? The prosecutor in the state.
0: Now, right. let's common blame. Also, the a demo
2: didn't do this. On I don't. I don't believe he did this with the intention of being taken to court. He was no. just trying to record somebody. Another point. He never made. He refused to make the point that they never proved that he was in the state of New Hampshire when they did it. He
0: touched on it at the very end of his right. trial, but touched he didn't get briefly.
2: Into it. I mean, like he could have said to the jury, "Look." I could have ma- I could have made all kinds of points like this guy over here that's talking about how we're going to have anarchy. There's 38 states in this union where this would have been completely legal. They didn't prove that I wasn't in that I was in this state when I did this. Mm-hmm. They didn't prove I was in this nation. I could have been a Paraguay for all these people know. They don't have any evidence of their own. They only have the evidence of the video that I put up. I mean,
0: this was I a lackluster he job. Should have, yes. he should have yes. hit those points. You're absolutely right. Yep.
1: And and there were questions asked as to why and what he said was he wanted to do this his way. He needs to do this his way with the information he has gathered and presented. If there's a need for appeals, we'll ta- tackle those issues later. Who said this? This is a demo. Where was this printed? I'm not going to tell you.
0: Oh, so how do we know it happened?
1: Because it's right here on my computer screen.
0: Ah, oh, gotcha.
1: Okay, um, a demo. Further, I will also say I would like to thank everyone who showed up for the trial. He really appreciates the support. Really, really appreciates the support, and and that is what I will also forward from my little screen of what's there and how it got there will remain a mystery. Yeah. Cool. I don't
2: like speaking ill of the dead or whatever. In this in this case, it's the
0: uh, the incarcerated. But
2: I, you know, I mean, I just this is such an important case.
0: And, so let's have another one. Yeah. Bill Kostrick is, if it's so important, see here you are, you've you you, you do, you've got a conflicting message here tonight. You're saying, oh, well, jury nullification isn't, isn't important. Oh, you shouldn't take any risks. But this is an important case. Well then, okay, we've already got another guy who's willing to step up and is willing to take some risk and is willing to try this again. If this prosecutor is willing to come after him, he's willing to go to court with him and sit in front of a jury and make a completely different case or a better case or something he considers to be a better case. and see the best for the guy. And see how that works out. And I think that's heroic. I think that's something that's worth uh, looking up to. I look up to it. I think it's it's an inspirational. And I know that people like that inspire brave people to come here. Now, I'm not saying don't call the legislators. Go ahead. Call them. Talk to them. See if we can get this to change. Let's go testify at the legislative hearing, the next one on whatever bill it is that comes up to change this law. I'm happy to work through those channels, too. But if you don't have something generating excitement then nobody's going to get press. The Associated Press and these other press organizations that showed up, WikiLeaks, RT, these other organizations that weren't there in person today but have reported on this case, none, none of those press agencies except maybe the union leader would ever report on some hearing that some state representatives were going to have about repealing the wiretapping law. None of them. Do you agree with that? Yes, they would not. Yeah, um, so if you want if you We've got, got a minute left in this
2: segment. Do we want to tell people what the sentence was?
0: Uh, we can get to that. Okay. If, you've got, if you want publicity then you have to do things that are worthy of it. And going to a hearing at some state house is boring as hell and nobody wants to put that video footage on their television channel. No uh, talk show hosts want to really talk too much about it because they're not there. They don't care. They're not paying any mm-hmm. attention. So there's no buzz. There's no sizzle. There's nothing to really attract people. Is the jury nullification thing good news out of New Hampshire? Yes. What happened? They passed a law that makes it so the judge will have to read some sort of statement in jury uh, whatever. You read some
2: sort of statement today. It didn't Matter
0: at all? Well, no. It wasn't the jury statement that is going into it's effect the in January. Thing. It's too early for this jury nullification thing to come to effect. So the judge did not read it today. But what they're reading is basically a line of legalese that is going to make no sense whatsoever to the the jury. You're so right, That situation hasn't <laughs> hear, really. Hear. It hasn't really changed. But it was a good political win, and it took a lot of effort. And you know, good for them. But it isn't really knocking down the you know the media's doors. And burn, burning down the you know people aren't running out to the newsstands to uh, to read about the new jury nullification law here. 855-450-FREE. Hour two's next. We'll get to the sentence in moments. If you've listened to Free Talk Live for any length of time, you're familiar with Bradley Jardis. Brad is the former police officer that now embraces the ideas of liberty, and now he's running for sheriff of Coas County in New Hampshire. Sheriff is a very important position from which a liberty-oriented individual can protect many rights of the populace. Any U.S. citizen can donate to his campaign up to $1,000.
2: He's hoping to raise as much money as possible for his campaign, and his chances are quite good. He's running in Coas County, and Ron Paul actually carried
0: Coas. I hope you'll trust me when I say that we know a few other good reasons that we believe Brad can win.
2: Come on, join Ian and me in donating to Brad's campaign and getting a liberty-loving individual in this very important seat.
0: If Brad gets this seat, it'll be the biggest win for the liberty movement in New Hampshire and maybe anywhere. Give what you can at bradforsheriff.com. BradForsheriff.com.
2: This was paid for by friends of Bradley Jardis. Bradley Jardis, fiscal agent.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 855-450-free. You you can, uh, although we've been pretty much Focused on one topic in general, but many, many, many subtopics are involved here. Lots of different uh, threads of discussion. Uh, there's no organization to this uh, for me. Like I, The only notes I have is what I tweeted out, and, and, or rather hooted, as we posted them simultaneously to Twitter and Facebook today, during the trial. And uh, Pete Ayer from CopLock.org had requested that anybody who was tweeting in the trial to tweet the hashtag #PoundFreeAdamo and... Is it repetitive, by the way, to say hashtag and then pound? Because isn't pound the hashtag definition hashtag. of a hashtag? Indicative
2: of a hashtag? Yes, but I think the problem is, is that people, not everybody knows what they a don't hashtag know. is. Right. I, I think that it should be pound. To tweet pound Just, free, to free to a demo. Pound free a demo. Because uh, so, I don't like complicating issues. Hashtag's the cool thing to say. Free Talk live
0: never been about being what's cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, so I was tagging uh, hashtag for – I was – I was tagging them with pound free demo and so anybody that searches for pound free demo will get to see, if you go back earlier in the day, you'll get to see what everybody's posts were from whoever was in the courtroom was able to use their phone without getting caught. In the first half of the trial, basically everyone was able to use their electronic when, devices when without issue. When the major issue.
2: press was there, um, and they were using their uh, laptops and stuff, it was okay to well, use Well, the major electronic. press
0: was there the entire time, but uh, in the first half, they were using their laptops, and in the second half... Uh, for whatever reason, they weren't, I guess, and so they there was a bit more of a crackdown on electronic device usage. I was not targeted myself. Uh, I was one of the two cameramen in the back of the room. There was the WMUR camera, which... Uh, was uh, there with me and uh, myself. And it was, you know, again, this judge, who was a relatively decent judge, didn't have to do that. He didn't have to allow two cameras in. He could have said, we're going to let WMUR in, and then the rest of you have to get your footage from them, which would have meant there would be no way I would have been able to get any footage up tonight. And right now, the footage is encoding. We're talking about the Adamo Freeman trial. He was found guilty today, three counts of wiretapping, felony counts, facing 21 years in prison. The actual sentence that was handed down... Could have been a lot worse. It could have been really bad. It didn't, it actually wasn't really bad. The prosecutor asked for 12 months because incarceration, incarceration, and a bunch of suspended prison time suspended. And, you know, the reason why he was asking for this, and this is something you really should listen to in the video just to hear him try to explain it. But the reason why he was asking for this is not just because a demo is a you know a felon he was busted for selling pot uh, back in uh, Wisconsin many years ago. Not just because he's already a felon in a scoff law, but because he wants to bring down the system and he wants people to clog the courtroom. That's right. And uh, and somebody quietly said in the audience or out loud maybe he heard it that uh, it's the prosecutor who was clogging the courtroom by bringing this ridiculous uh, case to trial in the first place. Now can we talk about the commentary from the Gallery, but the sentence was ended up. The judge decided that it was going to be three months in jail. The rest of the twelve months would be suspended sentence in jail. There would be a, I think it was a one to two year uh, suspended prison term that would have been is, is suspended for five years. So he's got a jail term and a prison one to three term. Two, one, It might have been one to three on, current
2: one to three year prison sentences suspended.
0: Right, for five years, suspended yeah. for five years. Uh, so that was the uh, the punishment today. So basically, is probably going to be in jail for another couple months. If he gets good time, he'll be in for 60 of the, the 90 days. Uh, but you'd wanted to, Nemi, to comment on uh, the audience and some of their reactions, some of the things that were, were being said or yes. were done in the audience. If I can
1: backtrack for sure. just a second. This was uh, what I wrote just after the um, the verdict came out. Prosecutor uh, prose- Prosecution wanted 10 months uh, with one to three years at the state pen, this is twelve. Sus- they wanted twelve. They wanted twelve months. Right. They then with one to three years at the state pen, suspended for five years for each of the other two two charges. Right. The judge came back and said no, three months, to be su- served concurrent with the. Um, the sentence he's serving now. Yeah, now, the question a... that we have is, is, does that start today, or is that for the entire time that he's been serving for resisting arrest? Right. Which he's been is in
2: another for well bogus, over a month at this Yeah, point. Yep. for another bogus charge. What's his, uh, what's his sentence on this one? 60 days, is that right?
0: I for believe... the original chalking thing? Yes. What's he in for?
2: He's in for 40 days. He's in for 40 days. It was a so sentence was 60, 60 days, so good behavior, days. Okay, right, right. So everybody here, listen, you've got to divide everything by two-thirds that we're talking about if you're talking good time. He's in for six months currently, or uh, 60 days currently. He's done about 40, uh, 35 of those days. Something like that, yeah. He was supposed to be out Friday. So the question is, and, and, you know, he's going to have to do 90 days, which means that could be shortened to 60 because of good time. Um, It could either start the first day of his, uh, you know, this sentence, or it could start today. It's difficult to say. Certainly, either one is better than starting at the end of his sentence, which would be uh, uh, concurrent. Excuse me, uh, consecutive instead of concurrent. But it could be that he could do as little as another. 20 days
1: 27 was the number that that jj came up with. as
0: pete air points out over at copblock.org and if you're looking for a real good obviously we're giving you the audio version of our experience of what happened but Pete peter has a real good he took notes you know he's the machine he gets it done
1: he's wonderful uh he
0: has he has a really good write-up and it's already there it's over at copblock.org if you go to freekeen.com it's linked to right there at the top and he's kind of updating it as he goes along so if you want the freshest information you know, with the freshest information, you can drop by org. But he points out the mainstream media doesn't know either. At the end of the trial, the prosecutor was saying uh, one thing about what he believed the sentence was. But ultimately, the judge never really made it clear in the trial. I'll tell you. Or in the sentencing.
2: I... I, I... You know, I have some level of understanding on this because I spent nine years in prison and played to some level or another jailhouse lawyer for, you know, far too many yep. convicts that uh, couldn't read or write. And I, I've got to say, what I heard was concurrent with the DHC, the Department of House Correction or something like that. Uh, it, it, this, what the, the terminology they used. The current with the DHC sentence. To me, that means starting at the beginning. I believe I hope you're right. The 27 days. Yeah. Now, I could be wrong. And it all matters how these things get recorded. Sometimes things get said and you can't get you can't uncover it because, you know, it costs thousands of dollars to get the uh transcriber's notes properly put in or whatever. So well, I mean,
1: we've got it So on rather video. than getting him back before Halloween or before no, your video Thanksgiving, so we may Cop, get him back just after Labor Day. Awesome.
0: Org, uh says that the union leader is reporting that he'll be free in mid-October, but the WMUR report says he'll be free in mid-September. So as of this point, there's some confusion as to when he's actually going to get out. Now, you would mentioned the uh, re- response from the audience, uh, yeah. things people were saying now, we and were, doing. Yeah,
1: we were were chastised. Um, I had mentioned earlier in the show about uh, being spoken to to um, kind of speak to the other people who were in the front row Mm -hmm. alongside Mark and myself, um, who had been um, commenting um, and videoing against the instructions of the judge and the bailiffs um, and just generally making um, commentary. There was a a point where we all laughed during the, um, I mean, the entire gallery busted out laughing because the prosecutor said that uh, Demo wasn't interested in seeing uh, justice done for people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I didn't laugh at that. I uh, didn't laugh at all during court, but Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. There were a lot of really I ridiculous did. statements. There that, absolutely uh, were, no Absolutely doubt about it. Re- legitimately elicited laughter. My
2: concern is, is that when you play poker, you keep a poker face. The reason you keep a poker face is you do not know how your reactions are going to affect the other mm-hmm. person on the other side. Right. And there was no poker face being he- kept today in court. I don't know whether that resulted in a good or a bad thing for the jury. The one thing we can say— I don't say either. Because the same thing
0: happened in Greenfield where people were applauding and laughing, and it was ba- basically a very similar atmosphere down in greenfield massachusetts where Adamo and pete air beat wiretapping charges uh, being brought against them and uh, they beat it with a jury so the one I've... thing
2: you can say conclusively is
0: it didn't help well well i don't know well no, we, we were instructed
1: help. it was an interesting instruction in last week and i think we talked about it this on last week's show about being told that the judge came in and told us all that we he didn't care if we stood for him or not But it would probably not do a demo any good if we remained seated when the jury came in. So generally, like I said earlier, the, the room did generally stand when the jury entered the room. Or left the room, with the exception of the final time after they had handed down this ridiculous, ridiculous finding of guilty.
0: Ultimately, you can't predict whether laughing and things like that from the audience will help or will not help. Somebody. That's all I'm saying is, is it uh, didn't because
2: because they couldn't have returned that ju- that uh, verdict any faster. Because what they matters?
0: Lickety split. Right.
2: Bim bam. Guilty. Guilty. Guilty.
0: What matters times, is the mindset. Twenty one yeah, What matters is the mindset of the jurors. And Are they, they obedient to the state or not? It's mm-hmm. free talk live. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll free and bring up whatever you want, though. Certainly would love to hear from you if you happen to be one of the nearly 100 people attending the Adamo trial today, as our friend Adamo Freeman uh, faced a trial by a jury of his so called peers. For three counts of wiretapping, he was facing 21 years in prison, ended up getting a couple of uh, months, thankfully, of actual jail time, a few months uh, sentenced, but also suspended many, 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 many months, uh, suspended up to three years in prison uh, over his head for five years of good behavior. So the axe is going to be a hanging over uh, adamo's head for quite a while once he actually gets out of the uh, the jail sentence that uh, that he's facing right now. And uh, so you're welcome to call in with your observations. Perhaps you were there in the courtroom, 855-450-FREE. Even though there are three of us here on the microphones tonight that we're all in attendance throughout the entire, pretty much the entire trial, uh, we certainly won't be able to cover all of the aspects of, uh, of everything that went down today. So feel free to add your thoughts into the mix here, 855-450-FREE. If you want to get some gold and silver in your hand, the way to do that is to
2: go to gold.freetalklive.com. They will deliver gold to you. Uh, to your door, wherever you want, your PO box, whatever makes you happy. It's gold.freetalklive.com. You should be able to get uh, some of the best rates you're going to be able to find on from one of the major purveyors of precious metals. Uh, you know, one of the ones that provides the service, the guarantees, and they'll buy back the gold and all those good things. It's gold.freetalklive.com.
0: So, I'm just going to go back real quick here and, and review my uh, tweets that I made in the Facebook post today awesome. through, through Hootsuite earlier. Uh, again, if you are uh, following us over at twitter.freetalklive.com or facebook.freetalklive.com, you got these earlier today as I was uh, hooting live from the uh, the courtroom. And uh, one of them was about a lady in the front row of the jury who, during a demo's opening and closing statements, was constantly nodding her head. Yep. And I saw this, and I didn't notice it during uh, the the I, prosecutor. I, I,
2: I noted that she wasn't doing it during the prosecution.
0: Right. So that made me think, oh, we got maybe one. we have one. Right. Maybe we have one who's going to hang this jury, and if it's a hung jury, then the prosecutor's going to bring the charge all over again, and it means he's a little less likely to do it the second time around. And I really had hope for this lady, and she must have just shriveled up and uh, not done anything. I don't know. You you never know what happened uh, behind the scenes. You never know what she was thinking, just because she was nodding. And who knows what she was thinking because she was nodding, but it was a nice indicator. Yeah. But it was interesting when they were picking the jurors, uh, when they were picking the alternates and picking the jury foreman. When they choose, the, they do it randomly, and when they choose the jury foreman, the judge kind of tells them, all right, well, you're responsible to do this and this and this. You've got to read the verdict, and you've got to kind of keep people in line, and you've got to give everybody a chance to speak. So you've got to be the, uh, the sort of the moderator, if you will, of the, the jury room. Mm-hmm. And the first woman was uh, too, meek, too meek for the job. She said she w- didn't want to do it. She'd prefer to have someone else do it. Well, guess who the second choice was? The military veteran, the grizzled old yeah. Vietnam vet. <laughs>
1: and I was surprised he didn't. He wasn't bounced the first time uh, when during jury selection. I was surprised Adamo let him stay.
0: Me too. I don't know if Adamo used all three of his peremptory challenges. Mm. I wasn't clear on that. I was never able to really confirm that. He with used him. at least two. Right, uh, at least that's the way it seemed, and uh, so. Anyway so this military veteran when he was uh, selected for the jury I knew things were bad with him right away because the way he responded to the judge's question about are you prepared to you know or, or do you have any questions like whenever the jurors are selected uh, the judge has uh, you know kind of given them a rundown and then he says do you have any questions and each person says yes or no well this guy responds with negative. And so immediately, like I didn't even know anything yeah. about this guy at that point, but immediately said military, you know, <laughs> just because that's of typical of how a military person would uh, would respond. And it turns out somebody heard something about him being a Vietnam vet. Yep, I guess. Well, he had a hat Did when he, he,
1: when he came, into, came in for jury selection, and I, I recognized the insignia. So right, yep.
0: So now you got a Vietnam vet, likely state worshipping individual. Who is leading this jury? Yep, there's and, lots
2: of vets out there, but most of the ones that, uh, you know, are disgusted by their experience in the military, that perhaps uh, feel that the government is an inefficient organization that, uh, you know, is completely un-
0: uncaring in their dealing with humans, they don't wear around the hat. Yep. So uh, this guy, bad news, now he's in charge. Now the the military veteran, who's likely a total arch had a little taste of power. Is back in charge. He's got himself a squad, and he's going to tell them what to do.
2: All right, soldiers, we got to find
0: this boy guilty. We're got to do it now. This boy is going to go ahead and destroy our country because he, he might is, be
2: a terrorist.
0: He is a threat to our way of life. He works for a we works for
2: an organization called Cop Block. You cannot find this man innocent. I mean, you know, I don't have any idea what happened in that jury. We have no idea. I I don't think this guy had to give a speech. Frankly, this happened so fast, I can't imagine that there was much of a fight. Yeah, I can't either.
0: Well, for all we know, this lady was a, too scared to stand up to this guy. Sure. And who knows what, inti- know. how intimidating he was. Well, I don't know, what, because
1: if it's the same lady I'm thinking of, someone made a comment as the jury was leaving the room, and she laughed and shook her head. So maybe we completely misread her through the whole trial. Maybe. I, I don't know. I was very disappointed. But then It I, was
0: incredibly disappointing.
1: Then when, I, I mean, and they even knew, I, I and, you know, the judge says disregard this, but Ademo had said... He's facing ten to twenty-one years. He did say that, yeah. And then it was stricken. But come on, once you can't, once you hear un- it, you well, don't you can't un- hear unring it. the bell. Yeah, you know. So come on. And they found him guilty. And I'm I'm sorry. There's no way that I I can justify even 30 days in jail for this.
0: No. And as Adamo had pointed out, nobody was victimized. What's the damage? How did he harm anyone in this particular? They
2: were not allowed to answer the question. Sadly, another thing he didn't, uh, you know, get to really point out is the fact is the police department records you when they when you call, and they don't tell you. The government is breaking this law every single day. Well, I
0: believe there's an exemption written into it for government agents.
2: Oh well, it's okay to do it. You see, and that's the other point is that this law is couched in the language that it is in order to protect individuals but it's not it's intended just to protect the government because the government as far as i know has only used it for this circumstance but you know i'd love somebody to show me some instance where it's been used oh in the last decade to protect somebody Besides a government agent, right? From real wiretapping, I'd be reasonably ready to uh, make a bet that the the majority of times that it has in the last decade that it's been used, it's been used to uh, protect a government agent.
0: Where the original intention of the law was to protect people who are not parties to necessarily the conversation, correct, the receiving ends But uh, but like to protect people for like Mark, if you or I were on the phone having a private conversation, if Nemi were to get access to our phone line and record that, that was I think the original intention behind. This is wiretapping. She's tapping this uh, person's conversation without their knowledge and both of the people on the line need to know about it um but anyway let's go to your phone calls dave's listening in ohio you're on free talk live with ian emmy and mark
4: hey um i was just wondering something you know earlier it was suggested that mr kostrick uh should go ahead and do some wiretapping have them you know charge him and so forth and a lot of people maybe should do this you know if they didn't uh, actually charge all those people and take them into court wouldn't that be um Uneven
3: application of the law?
0: Oh, did, yeah, it absolutely it would be, others. but there's no way you can hold them to their own laws. So. Because
1: they, they call it discretion. Yeah, they unevenly apply uneven the law constantly. Uneven
4: application of the law was used in um, racial cases many years ago, back in the 60s, mm-hmm. when I was growing up, and the federal government's not real kind to uh, courts to do that.
0: Interesting. Well, I would love to see somebody who knows a, a thing or two about this particular perspective you'd to come here and show wait, us how it's done.
2: You'd have to to wait Tell out. You'd have to wait out the uh, the the what do you the the term? What's that uh, time? The statute of limitations, um, in order to make sure that they didn't actually do, apply the law. So you're, seven years you're, later, you're or something you're set, like we're that. seven years into this uh, suggestion now.
0: Dave, I don't know if you had more. You're welcome to stick with us here and uh, continue your comments. 450 free. You can, of course, take control of the airwaves, which is why it would be interesting to have somebody else take this particular, the same issue on and approach it from a completely different kind of legal argument and yeah. perspective and see how that goes. We're coming up, 855 free. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll free. 855 450 free. It's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features we give away. Once again, that's Free Talk Live. And here with you tonight, it's Ian, Nami, and Mark. So head over there. We've got uh, news updates. You can get signed up. Follow it via email. Follow our news updates that way. Uh, That's kind of the classic way to do things. And then Twitter and Facebook, you get more than just news updates. You get the latest from Free Talk Live about what we're talking about on the air at any given moment. Or if we're out doing something in some cases, uh, as we did today, for I think our first time ever, updating our, our Twitter and Facebook when we're not in on the, the studio. Yeah. Yeah, on the road, in this case, in the middle of this uh, this court trial for our friend Adamo Freeman, who is uh, now going to be in jail for another uh, couple months, probably. Uh, we've yet to really determine what the we're sentence sure. is going to quite yeah. be. But uh, we'll figure it out at some point, and uh, rest assured. It's a lot better than it could have been. God, it could have been 21 years. Yeah. It could have been 10 years. It could have been 21. It could, and, and it could have been a, it could have been a year had the judge taken the prosecutor's recommendation. It could have been 12 months staying committed in the, uh, you know, in the in the jail. But he uh, was a relatively reasonable judge, all things considered. Uh,
1: uh, comparatively speaking, I would say that for sure. And, and yeah. I would also like to point out that Michael Valentine, the prosecutor, needed to be escorted from the courtroom um, by sheriff's bailiffs when he left now if someone not because was, anybody was going no, to attack no I, I, no not at all but that's he was what they think that's well i think he was that uncomfortable because people were i mean he had he asked the judge to speak to someone in the gallery who apparently he felt was speaking to him while he was trying to do his job mm-hmm. Or he, you know, he felt that he was um, clearly at, at at some level intimidated. I think somebody
2: was doing that, though. I think somebody was going essentially, hey, bada 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 bada, swing <laughs> behind him while right. he was trying to give <laughs> his or quit pitch. your job, <laughs> something, right?
1: It, you know, he was he he may have gotten a couple of comments. Certainly, there were gasps and tisks yeah, and de- objections certainly. that were going on when he was running his mouth, um, uh, just in a ridiculous way, in my opinion, because it, it was just inflamed ridiculous and it it was just it was terrible to see it was heartbreaking for me
0: let's go to the phones jacob is on the line uh dave dropped off jacob listening in ohio you're on free talk live the enemy and mark
5: hey what's up guys what's on your mind oh uh, nothing i just had a little theory about why ademo uh, did what he did today
0: okay, okay. I
5: wanted to throw it out there uh, this is my opinion I think he wanted a guilty verdict so he could take it to the
0: Supreme Court for an appeal. Do you believe he has that intention? Because that doesn't seem like something a Damo would do.
2: Also, I don't know what grounds he's I- going to do it on. You have to have an appellate ground in order to make it, and it, you know, oh, he didn't okay. even argue
0: that.
5: Nobody made know, a mistake well, of the, law this, here. This, yeah.
0: So There's- I'm sorry. What you what makes you think he's going to do that? just for the fact that he really didn't put up a fight like he usually does. But one of the, as Mark is pointing out here, you, in order to appeal, you have to preserve things for appeal by objecting to them. And while he did object Uh, a couple of times, I'm sorry? Did he even object at all? He yes, objected he a couple of yep, uh, times, but not very many. Uh, certainly, it's hard. And it it's hard to remember to object up there and to think about those things when the pressure's on, especially when you're defeated, when you feel uh, like, you know, you can't possibly win. And I don't know how Adamo was feeling, but I know that the impression I got— was one that I could relate to because I've been on trial before and I have been I remember the time when I was taken back into the secret mm-hmm. tribunal room in uh Keen District Court, yeah, my very uh, first trial. I felt very defeated at that point And I, at that point I was just like, whatever. Just do I just it. didn't really, just I just do it. Didn't yeah. really care. Just it down. And I
1: did get kind of that um resigned sense from him. So did I. Um yeah. and, and there were there was a, a few different points that I felt weren't really addressed. But
0: if he's resigned, that means he's not gonna intend to Isn't take this that, to the right, Supreme Court.
1: Right. Well, maybe that's true. I mean, maybe he was just going to see how it went. He's going to do his thirty days, sixty days, and be done. And, and he can
5: still appeal afterwards, right? He, he should be able to get this law removed. On what I mean, basis? His right. Final intention. I, I just want to make I this don't clear. Know. This is my
4: opinion.
2: Right. I, I got you. And, and here's what I want everybody to understand: what they think is appeal is, uh, uh, you know, another court date, and it's not. Um, you got your good day in court. You need grounds. Right. You need grounds to appeal, and he doesn't have them.
5: And like, there should be grounds on this. Look at the habeas corpus they put
2: him under beforehand. He didn't object to that.
1: They're, they're right, and there's Mark's point, but there were also many things that weren't actually mentioned. Um, and he mentioned this in his closing arguments that there were several loopholes that he could have brought up. They yeah. never mentioned where the phone calls originated. It could have been right, from right. because one in state. order to
0: convict somebody of a crime, you have to have. Uh, there has to be no reasonable doubt, right? And he could have brought up things that would have been reasonable doubt. Right. Lots of reasonable doubts, absolutely.
1: And, absolutely. That he yeah. didn't have. Like,
0: adequate,
1: that, that he didn't have ad, adequate access to a law, law library at Valley Street Jail, or that um, the Glick ruling yeah, wasn't no brought up at all. Was.
0: There, yeah, the, Glick yeah. the jail's uh, law libraries are an absolute joke. Jacob, what I'd suggest is that, uh, you know, if you really are near and dear, you know, this issue is really near and dear to your heart, uh, you're welcome to take a look at the, uh, you know, the, the raw video footage so you can get a real good idea for, of what things were objected to. And, you know, if you think there's something that can be preserved there for, for an a an, an, for An appeal, you're certainly welcome to suggest it to a demo, but I know how frustrating it is yeah. uh, to deal with the appeals process. It sucks, it's confusing, it's arduous, it's expensive as well, and it's likely something, knowing a demo, uh, that he's likely not going to want to do. I know that people have told me, Oh, yeah, yeah. you got a great case, you should appeal it. And I'm like, Oh, well, I don't really, this, this appeal thing's terrible. I've tried it once before, and they want money from and me, and I don't hard. like the idea it's of paying just, you're a bunch working of
5: money. inside the system, I wouldn't want to even do that.
0: Wait, what's working inside? What, appealing? Yeah, even appealing it. I hear where you're you're coming from, man. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line.
1: Some folks online are are now positing that it may actually be a jurisdictional issue, which should have been in federal court anyway. I don't know a whole lot about jurisdiction issues in courts. So, I'm not sure how that exactly works, but if there's anyone out there who knows how these things work or looks at the video once it's up and, and thinks they can help a demo, please send him some mail through mailthejail.com. And, yep, and he's going to be there know. for a few more weeks, He's going to be there for a few more weeks, and you, you can also probably contact him online after that for sure.
0: So, uh, with that in mind, let's continue with you and your thoughts. Let's go to Robert, listening in Orlando. You're on Free Talk Live, the Anemian Mark. Hey, how you doing? What's on your mind, Robert?
6: Good. Uh, I was just wondering, uh, what's the takeaway from this? Uh, how do you think uh, activism should change?
0: Well, I, I think the same thing should happen as uh, has been happening, As liberty-minded people should get together in the same place. We still don't have the numbers. We don't have the, the numbers to really have a sea change in politics, and we don't have the numbers to have uh, you know a sea change of uh, effectiveness of civil disobedience. Numbers are what really matter, and I think that uh, the takeaway here is that uh, maybe this could have been done better, and maybe somebody else like William Kostrick is uh, is willing to try to uh, to do this better. But otherwise, people who can back each other up, make a difference. Uh, He left a note for us, uh, Nemi, that you shared earlier, where he said he really appreciated all the people who came out to support him in this. And that was possible because of the Free State Project, because of people getting together. I think that this shows that the state, you know, it shows the usual usual lessons are here. And it's important that we keep repeating these lessons, because uh, I mean, for people like us, Mark, Nemi, you know, we've seen it enough times. We know that the government bureaucrats do whatever they want to. They've got men with men with Guns, they enforce things arbitrarily, the rules change at any given time based on the whims of the bureaucrats who happen to be in charge at any given moment. We, we know all this, but there are the people who don't. And the people who don't will come in at any given point in all of these processes, and they're going to see the you know they're going to need to see this too, yeah. because it's a it's an eye opener for folks. So yeah, it was a, it was a disappointing day. It was sad. Our friend is going to be in, in jail for longer, and it really shows people who are paying attention how absolutely ridiculous and arbitrary and outrageous and tyrannical this system is, and that something needs to be done about it. So that's my takeaway. Nemi, how about you? And the sheep that we live among. <laughs> yeah, because they're the real. <laughs> I
1: I was really disappointed because I I mean yes demo did not bring his best game, in my opinion. I love him dearly, but in, in all honesty, I wish I had seen the game that I had hoped to see from him today. And, and you just, might
0: not either after 30 days in, uh, well, in the Manchester and, jail.
1: And that's what that's what I'm saying. is uh, That will take it out of anyone, I'm sure. Because mm-hmm. just being arrested was stressful enough for me. I can't, I'm, I'm not looking forward to jail time, but whatever.
0: Yeah, but you're going to be sitting it off in uh, Club Med. That's right, out Club here Med, in, the uh, Keen Spiritual Retreat. Right, the Keen Spiritual Retreat. The uh, the jail out here. I hear um, I get pedicures. <laughs> yeah. I don't know My takeaway
2: is by no, uh, under no circumstance will I ever ter- turn over the well-being of me, myself and uh, the, the, the prosperity of my family to a jury.
0: Yeah. Oh, I heard that, man. They are constantly a disappointment. 855 450 free. that's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Jurors are more likely to be obedient serfs to the state simply by their nature. They're registered voters. A lot of them are registered voters, happen to be government bureaucrats themselves or family members. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves here, toll-free, free That's 1-855-450-3733. Uh, maybe you've got a question about what happened today. We've been, for the last, uh, all of the show, pretty much, talking about uh, what happened with our friend Damo Freeman from copblock.org, who was today convicted of three counts of so-called wiretapping for recording phone conversations with government bureaucrats who are in their offices on the job as public servants. That's right. Oh, wait a minute. The principal whoa. is not. Wait, whoa, whoa, public servants. Oh, hold on a second. The woman who was the principal, the principal, the last one. She said that she, she isn't was... a public official. Right. She actually said multiple times during her testimony that she doesn't believe that she is a public uh, official. Now she, she gets. Be... She admitted to getting taxpayer right. dollars for her job as the school. The government school principal.
1: Now who does she answer to would have been my follow up question for that? Board. But the school board. Now are they public officials? She Good she maintains she maintains she is an employee of the school district. Yeah. But I would say that makes her a school official. If she is making right. comments
0: to the public I, I well, um, the cop said he was a public official. Yep, yeah, sure. And he gets paid from the city of, or the police department of Manchester. She represents yeah.
2: that school. As far as I'm concerned, she's a so public, public official. Yeah. To the public. I mean, it I It was don't,
0: outrageous, this absolutely. woman. This yeah, woman for was a most ridiculous... a attorney,
1: she was not that bright.
0: She's... Well, I thought she was pretty smooth. I mean, she's, uh, she's a high-level bureaucrat. Oh, she's yeah. a former attorney, and now she's a high-level government bureaucrat. You don't get to those levels without being pretty good at being a politician. Well, I don't know, because sl- she there, a slime was, ball.
1: there was one question, that would, and she definitely slimeballed out of it, was, um, are there surveillance cameras in the schools? And she said yes. And the question was, do they have audio? And she first said yes, and there was a gasp that went up through the courtroom. Uh, just the gallery of people. And she quickly backtracked and said, Oh, no, no, you know, it's bad. Or, no, really, there isn't any audio. So right. I would like to know is there audio at West High School? Good question. I think that's going to be my
2: follow up question.
0: Maybe you should call uh, her. her and ask her. I
1: think I
2: might. Black's Law Dictionary defines a public official as a person elected or appointed to mm. carry out some portion of a government's sovereign powers. This lady's yeah. a government official. This way and that,
0: absolutely. Let's go to you and your thoughts here. Uh, Bob is listening to Wilmington, North Carolina's The Big Talker FM. Hey, Bob.
3: Hey, folks. Is uh, yeah, about two weeks ago on a Monday. I think that's the first time I picked you up. The uh, ninety-three point seven down here in Wilmington.
0: Boy, that case. was probably a shock, huh?
3: Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, I'm not a Bible person. I'm from Indiana originally, but I've been down south now. I guess long enough. You can call me a redneck. But I, that very first time I listened to you, I. I was shocked because y'all were giving out, I mean, I don't, you know, you got the freedom to talk and, and, but people were, the the, guy called in and about the the shooter in Colorado is how does he get all that, uh, those guns and that stuff. And, and if anybody else wanted to know how to do it, y'all gave them the information and plus how to get illegal drugs, how to get hand grenades. And I'm, (laughs) I mean, this is a free country, but I don't, you know, but you gave out web addresses. The girl gave out, she says, there's this cool website. Ah, uh, silk something. I'm on it all the time. You can get some really cool drugs there, and they used to have a be able to sell guns there, you know, automatics and stuff. But they had so many complaints about that. They had more complaints about that than the uh, the guns than the you know how to get illegal drugs. Mm, it sounds like they it was a really memorable a episode website. for
2: you. Are you familiar yeah, with the?
3: Well, I mean, is it. But you're out giving web, and then you gave another website, anarchy. dot com. Are you an anarchist? No, nope, I don't think we gave out that, that, website. that website.
0: I'm I'm not an anarchist, so I don't think that would be the case. So
3: why would you give out a website where people could go to get hand grenades? And you, even uh, the, the mail on that show that night says, "Well, up right here, here's an automatic, fully automatic, not semi-automatic, a fully automatic, uh, you know, rifle for like fourteen hundred dollars on I'll
0: anarchy. dot an com." Anarchy. No, no. Nobody yeah, said anything and, about anarchy.com. You're talking about the armory, is what you're thinking of. The armory, which is a... You're anarchy. dot anarchy.com, though,
3: too. Okay, and, I
0: would uh, not have done that because age. I'm not an anarchist, so I don't know. Anarchy.com maybe
1: you... is a bunk URL
0: anyway. Yeah, maybe you misunderstood. We were talking about the armory, which is the website on which you could go and buy weapons. At least until last week, the armory's been shut down completely because you no one. You can still was go to gunbroker.com, which is a website where you go. What
3: the website about that uh, the gal said there's a real cool website to get illegal Drug. That's the
0: Silk Road. And now you're giving me the opportunity to give this information again. Look, uh, Bob, I understand you're, uh, you're concerned it's here. It's not a
2: website, though. You can't just type it into a URL and go there. You have to go through a tour uh, tour network. Do you right. know what tour network is, Bob?
0: No. You that were,
2: were 99% of the people we're talking to.
0: Then you weren't paying close enough attention on that particular uh, episode because we explained in detail what Tor was. It's an anonymizing system for the Internet. We sure, explained that you to talk website, about it, but it's not going to go anywhere. We explained that the Tor websites are a bunch of jumbles of digits and letters. You couldn't possibly give one of those URLs out over the air. I could not give out the Silk Road URL in any way, shape, or form and have people remember it. There
3: seem to be websites that you all think are cool, though, because, you know, you said that on air. That these are cool
2: websites. Well, I these
0: think, think that of, the Silk you know, Road at, is a, a revolutionary website that allows people to buy from the black market in a much safer manner than they currently buy. And I'm all about harm reduction, Bob. I think that uh, reducing oh, this is harm— is great
3: for a free country. Let's get everybody on to safer illegal drugs.
0: So you don't think harm reduction is a good and, idea? You don't think that the people that are taking drugs should be safer about it? You think they should just, what, overdose and die, all of them?
3: I think we should be talking about law enforcement and and way to uh, you know uh, get the borders you know stopped where it can keep this stuff from coming in from Mexico. Law enforcement's
2: moving this stuff around. I mean, you know, some of the big some of the biggest sellers uh, purveyors of drugs in some counties are, are law enforcement officers themselves. Yep. So all you have to do is go to corruptcop.com, dot com and you can see every oh, so week. Now,
3: so now your radio show now is knocking law enforcement now. Um, I mean, you, that's you know, nothing new. new have you been
2: listening to the show tonight? Well, you, you just said you wanted me to talk about law
3: enforcement and drugs, and I did. And hey, hey, just a second here. You don't Bob, have the opinions wait, 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 he wants you to have, right, Mark. It, it
2: was Fox News, they talked about Silk Road. Here's an article on it. NPR, they talked about Silk Road. Are they anarchists?
3: Well, I hope they weren't saying it was cool like y'all did. I mean, we're probably saying how does stuff like this get out there where people can you know get this crap? Because
1: the demand yeah. is there. And it's supply and demand. Do you think anybody did crack oh, so that
3: makes
2: it, after watching so that, our show so that had never done it before?
3: That it, that's <laughs> so part we, of your liberty that because it's okay with a lot of people, let's make sure we have it. Let's keep advertising. No, I this think radio. that
1: it is not my right to tell you what is right or wrong to put in your body, and nor is it your business to tell me what is right or wrong to put in my body or what I'm going to do with my uterus.
2: Thank you very much. It wasn't advertised.
3: What Advertising means well, money. did a pretty good job, though, of putting, them, putting them out there. And, and, Bob, and, you know, there's young people who might be listening too. to the show and saying, This is a cool website. Bob, you just brought it right okay, back up. Well done. Me.
0: Hang on a second, I Bob.
3: I think your show is dangerous for people. Yes, and it is very dangerous for the, country, for the state. And it's dangerous to, to the status quo.
0: It's dangerous for the status quo, Bob, and it's dangerous because people like you, who only want one particular message, and that is crack down, put all those people in jail. We need to bust the border up and we need to hurt peaceful people. That's what you're messages yours is the real dangerous message because you're the one who's advocating aggression against peaceful people don't you think that's shameful
3: no i think if it's against the law you shouldn't be advocating against the law i'm for the law ding, ding. and if you break the law hey, is
2: in the 1860s it was against the law for black people to escape from their masters do you think they should have been brought back no. Okay. Not. You're a lawbreaker. And the uh you know, the, the United States military uh made it against or you know, the United States made it against the law for Indians to uh mix with white people. Do you think that that was a good law?
3: No. But okay, so if you, if how about beating left handed people? To buy hand grenades- Obviously, I'm talking to people, deadheads, that probably have smoked too much. Pot so you don't
0: believe or... I don't even in like the, the Grateful right Dead. Arms. What are you
1: talking about? I built pipe breath. bombs okay. when I was in high school, hey, well, and wait, I didn't wait, wait, get like hauled ta- off
0: to jail. It sounds like we're talking to somebody who doesn't believe, and he just hung up, by the way. It sounds like we're talking to somebody who doesn't believe in the right to bear arms. Like, oh, hand grenades, oh, you can get guns. Well, so wait, so you, you normally the people with that perspective of you need to crack down the border would consider themselves conservatives and talk a good game about how they believe in gun rights and all that. But I guess when it comes to getting the guns, the government doesn't want you to have then, oh, the state's in danger. We gotta call in and talk about how bad these people are on the radio. And oh my god, people in the the United States use drugs? You guys are talking about that? Shh! We should keep that under the rug. Don't talk about how people actually use drugs in this country and give them ideas about how they can do it on a safer basis that will prevent them from being put in a jail cell, possibly, and l- ruining their lives. No, no, no. It's not the drugs that you, that ruin their lives, necessarily. It's the jail cells that uh, that can ruin their lives i'm not saying all drug addicts uh you know are not having their lives ruined but not everybody's a drug addict that uses drugs some people just use them on a recreational basis and it's an incredibly risky thing to do and i bet you know he's not here with us but i would have loved to have asked bob hey bob do you drink alcohol do you think it was okay well, bob to put- made
2: it very clear Bob made it very clear that the laws we have today are the perfect laws. Oh. The laws we had in the past were bad laws. It's okay right. to break the laws in the past. Well, the fact and is, we never Bob— make st-
1: And we never made mistakes. 75
2: either. years from now, they're going to realize that the prohibition on drugs was as bad as the prohibition on alcohol.
0: Right. You know, Bob, I wonder if uh, if he has any kids. I wonder if Bob has kids. And I wonder how many of his kids have smoked a joint in their lives. And I wonder if Bob thinks— that his sons or daughters, who might have possibly have smoked a joint at one point in their lives, maybe they still do. Would they be better people because maybe they got caught in another alternate universe, had gotten caught for smoking that joint and spent oh, you know several uh, days in prison or jail? More coming up. It's Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. Your thoughts are welcome. You take control. Hour
7: 3 next.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Toll-free number 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy all the features that we give to you there. Uh, they're free. Again, that's uh, freetalklive.com. Here, as we launch into the third hour, it's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. And we're going to get right back into your calls. Also, uh, we'll give continue to discuss, because there's a lot more to uh, the Adamo trial, our friend Adamo Freeman from CopBlock.org. He's one of the founders of the site, was found guilty by a jury today. Three counts of felony so-called wiretapping for basically being a journalist and recording phone calls that he had with uh, with government bureaucrats. Uh, we can get back into that, but you are on the phones with your thoughts, your calls. You can bring up anything. Eight five five four fifty free is the number here. Let's go to the phones and talk to Chris, listening in New York. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Chris. Hey,
8: guys. It's Chris Campbell. How are you doing? Chris. Hey, Chris.
0: What's on your mind tonight?
8: Good good to hear from you. Um, I Look, I, I know Bob was a tough show to follow. I mean, where do I get this $1,400 full auto again?
0: Uh, Well, unfortunately, the Armory, which is the website our last caller was complaining about, for those just tuning in, uh, we were discussing the Silk Road and the Armory. These are two Tor-based websites, so they are what they're called hidden services. Uh, For those that aren't familiar with Tor, you can go learn more on uh, likely Wikipedia, or Tor's website explains more about how it works. But basically it allows... All
8: right, so just so we're clear, though, what I'm saying is that you're not telling me where to go and buy a fully automatic weapon against the law. Is that that the
0: case? No, but what I was saying on the air was that one could do that... uh, through the armory, which if one wanted to go and research how to uh, access the armory, one could figure it out uh, because it's not that difficult. Uh, but of course, All
8: right, but Ian, 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 please just tell me where to buy a fully automatic weapon already, <laughs> against federal law. Just, just tell me how to go and break that
0: law. I don't know how exactly <laughs> or from where. You know, technically, what you would be doing would be going on a website that doesn't actually exist on the regular internet and dealing with somebody who you don't even know who that person is or where they're from or how they're, you know, going to ship it to you, but what we were told is that they actually disassemble the gun. So what you end up getting are a bunch of parts uh, in the mail and then you have to reassemble it. But of course, the whole point is moot because uh, the armory has shut down. But that doesn't mean that there won't be similar websites uh, to it that uh, that are, you know, possibly going to uh, to show up. But really the reason it shut down is because people just weren't listing things for sale on it. Um but yeah we well, we 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 we've made our point then I, Is it I illegal totally though to tell no. somebody how to go and buy an automatic weapon? I you know I didn't know that.
1: Well it's it's a new age and you can't have the anarchist cookbook anymore. So I'm sure that I can't really say, "Hey Chris, I have gun parts if you would like to buy them." No. Well oh, if you wait, have I just gun bars, did.
8: I I I'd, I'd love to buy them, but I don't know what whatever whatever. I'm I'm back in New York now and, and and I'm and this place is absolutely awful with weapons, so I'm probably better not yeah, oil, probably, and but, but
3: you kind know, of to I, keeping them too.
8: That's like not what I called about. I just. But you made me curious about though, it, Chris, because
0: I'm curious though now. Like, is it illegal to say, "Yeah, you can go see Johnny at the corner of X and Z streets, and uh, he might have some automatic weapons to sell you, or he will have," i mean because how is that? How is that illegal? Mm. Maybe conspiracy. In my
8: mind, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's no victim, no crime. So, you know, I'm not one to figure out the laws of this society, am I?
0: No, I'm, I'm with you there. And maybe somebody else knows more about the federal uh, firearms uh, laws and that sort of thing. It would seem to me, and again, I don't know anything about them either, but it seemed to me that uh, the actual purchasing would probably be pretty illegal. Uh, but to talk about how to purchase one, uh, to talk about how to acquire one? there, yeah, I can tell legal. you this.
2: If you want to make a sawed-off shotgun, get a hacksaw saw it off shorter than 21 inches or whatever, there right, whatever the amount is i mean i can't i can't see how uh you know giving instructions could possibly be illegal you want to
0: talk about another good freedom of speech case there's one uh right there but no what were you calling about
8: what what i was calling about was uh really really about the Adamo thing and you know i'm sure that you guys are, have already gone over this at length and and we'll go over it at length i'm i'm devastated by this man I, uh, I I really, as as you're aware, I was in New Hampshire up until recently. Got a job offer, came down to New York, and, and I'm doing my thing here. And, I, and, I, and I'm and I'm terror, and I'm absolutely in shambles over what happened to a mm-hmm. demo. Something that had been brought up by uh, Garrett Ian um, about uh, that they were trying to do this at the Keen Activist Center was mock trials, and that's really what I wanted to bring up. Is that like I would love it if people would start doing that in their own local areas to start looking at, you know, how trials actually go down and have people who watch them actually go and act as the actors in in these trials, you know, because we all have, unfortunately, it seems to me, this, like, law and order idea of trials where things actually, like, pan out and the guy might actually get off, where in reality things, it's just, you know, these state slaves, zombie jurors, do whatever they're told to do. And I, and I, I think it's a good
0: idea, uh, you know, the idea of a mock trial, and I know that they were doing them out in Manchester for a while. I mm-hmm. don't know if they're continuing to do those. Uh, you're nodding, Emmy. Last, so,
1: last I knew, they were yes. Uh,
0: so they uh, that apparently is happening uh, here in Keene. There's so many damn trials. Uh, you can just go to the real thing and get uh, get experience. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know the the critique I have of mock trials is if you don't have someone who knows a lot about trials, uh, if you don't have somebody who's got real t- courtroom experience, then you're just playing. You know, you're not really, uh, the, you know, the pressure's not on, so you don't feel that uh, that part of the whole situation. There's not real men with guns around that are at the whim of uh, the man with the robe going to put you in a cage. I mean, Chris, you've been through uh, uh, at least one trial before that I know of, and probably more than that. So you know that, uh, you know, there's there's just something about a real trial that I don't think any mock trial could possibly generate uh, the, you know, the feeling of, Level uh, of, stress. of being there, the stress yeah. and and the, you know, the necessity of preparation and, and all of that. Uh, but that's not to say. Say it's not invaluable i think that uh, or that it is not uh, not not valuable because i think that it, it it probably is especially for total trial newbies who you know absolutely don't know anything about the process maybe learning about the process and objecting and things like that could be very valuable but un- until you're in front of a man in a robe who can control men with guns you're not really anywhere close to what the real thing is like and i think that's important. so it's important for people if they're going to do mock trials to also make time to go to the real thing and watch and see what happens to uh, to real people in these courtrooms because somebody playing a judge it's just not going to be the same. Anything else you want to share?
8: I don't I don't I don't disagree with you there what i would say though is that you know as you have more and more of these situations where folks like a demo, folks like Derek, folks like uh Jason are going through these uh, you know situations you have more and more of that experience where people know it oh yeah uh, po- folks like uh, uh, Bradley Jardis you know i mean Brad would make a good uh, uh, prosecutor that experience
0: Sorry? I think Brad would make a good mock prosecutor. I think that uh, he could even maybe even handle the, the role of, uh, of a judge. But, yeah, that's important to have the people with the experience up there doing it, which is why your suggestion, unfortunately, is probably not going to work for most people because in most places you're lucky if you can even get your mom to come to uh, to court with you if you have a court trial. You're not you're certainly not going to get uh, 90 people to come out, as we did today at a Demos trial, or even nine people to come out uh, wherever it is that you are in most cases. So if you well, don't have people regularly going to court. You're not going to have the people you need to do effective mock trials. You probably won't even have enough people to fill the court roles in the courtroom that you're trying to mock in most areas of this country, which is why getting to New Hampshire and joining the Free State Project and getting together where we actually have numbers can make a difference. One thing that I thought... I, I, don't, always I f- don't
8: disagree with you for one second. I, I apologize. I think I cut somebody off. But what I want to say is I don't disagree with you on the move to New Hampshire thing. My thing has been for a long time. That's why I came up there, dude, and, oh, and yeah. why I will be coming back. Yay. Is that. I think that if you don't have the people and enough like-minded people in a geographic area, you're absolutely lost.
0: Yeah, and that's what I'm yeah. saying. Mock trials, I doubt anybody anywhere else outside of New Hampshire would really be able to effectively put one together. And I thank you for the call. It's a good suggestion, though. They should try. Thanks for the call. 855-450-FREE.
2: One thing that I'd like to see, and I don't know how legal this is or how it would work, is um, you know, some kind of audio for the that the, uh, the person on trial, because we've seen plenty of these people doing pro se, representing themselves, You know, some kind of audio in their ear so that they can get some kind of coaching from people. Because sadly... Well, at
0: least a demo was allowed by this judge today to actually talk to some people in the audience i've never seen momentarily
2: momentarily i was
1: shocked that they let him have a laptop that was one
0: thing you were able to place your laptop up there which meant that you could have left a few notes for him as well he actually left a note for you apparently and uh, that was really cool and then also to actually allow clyde and some other folks to talk to him across the bar to allow a demo to physically approach and talk and actually conference with somebody i've never seen that happen in a courtroom before so that was a little bit of what you're getting yeah, at. 855-453. But what you can do if you ask for it is you can have a friend come up and sit up there with you. I've done that before. So that's a possibility too. Uh in New Hampshire. I don't know about the rest of the country. 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. This is free talk live. There's more coming up. Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves here, toll-free, 855-453. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. You get to control the content. You submit different things you find online that you think are interesting, that you think our other listeners would enjoy. They can be voted upon and voted up or down. And the most voted up, make it to the front page and the top of the site. Go and get interactive and do it for free at freetalklive.com.
2: If you've got a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections, uh, you can use SACL CAI. They do collections in a whole new way. They treat your customer with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you need to keep your clients, too. They know that it reflects upon you. Their staff is respectful. They record every call, the best equipment money can buy, so that your business is handled as efficiently as possible. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's SACL CAI. At freetalklive.com.
0: Let's go to the phones to the fun. Pete Ayer, uh, I was uh, not expecting to hear from you tonight, but I'm glad that you called in because you're the first person to call in who was actually at the trial today. Uh, we've spent most of the show here tonight uh, talking about various different aspects of it. What uh, did you want to share, Pete? Uh, Pete, by the way, is from copblock.org.
4: Yeah, Ron. Right Thanks for having me, guys. I'm also with uh, Clyde Voluntarius, never take a plea, who may weigh in in a second. As well, Clyde, but... who
0: was, by the way, in charge of the entire uh, area of the front row of the uh, the entire courtroom. He uh, was so really
1: responsible for all of right. our misbehavior. Yeah,
0: he was he was
4: deputized by the authorities there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, what I I uh, I haven't listened to the whole show tonight thus far. But what I did hear, I know you guys have touched uh, on a damn trial quite a bit. But I did want to uh, just point out to folks that there is a lot of positive takeaways from today and from this whole incident. The fact, you know, you mentioned there was 90 people present, and that's huge. And not to mention the coverage that this has gotten on a demo standing on his principles and doing what's right instead of, you know, letting threats uh, scare him and, and curtail his actions. And you know, uh, undoubtedly, there's uh, hundreds of thousands of people that have seen the videos and read the blog posts that have, uh, are associated with this incident and you know, even if it's a very shallow contact for some of those, there's very deep contact for others. It's another another data point. And I'm sure uh, a lot of those people are now exposed to the idea of either jury nullification or a cop block or a free talk live. And uh, so it does have a positive in, impact in that way in, in ways that aren't measurable to us right
0: Absolutely. now. Absolutely. You had uh, WikiLeaks tweeting it over to 1.5 million uh, viewers. You had uh, what was that uh, that that quick news uh, YouTube channel? There was I forget what it was called, but. Yeah, it's called SourceFed. SourceFed, with over 500,000 subscribers there, RT reporting on it, Russia Today. uh, You had the the Huffington Post. It was front page on these uh, these websites. That's huge exposure, and you're right. You never know when those seeds that you're planting are going to sprout into new activists with fresh ideas and new innovation and uh, excitement to uh, move forward with this uh, liberty movement.
4: Right on. So I just encourage folks listening if, they're, if they find themselves in a situation to be public about it and document it thoroughly. Create as much objective uh, documentation they can and connect with people in their areas and then online as well. Just to uh, you know, and the more we do it today, the easier it will become tomorrow, and the less likely it will be needed to do tomorrow.
0: Excellent suggestions. Right on, Pete. Pete. Mm-hmm. What else was on your mind? Any other observations from today?
4: Yeah, well, so I think Clyde wanted to weigh in
5: real quick as well. All right, yeah, very just, good. Uh, I just wanted to say that uh, it's really commendable of a demo. They stood on his principles didn't take the plea deal. And actually, uh, the sentence that he got um, was less than uh, the plea deal that he was originally offered. It's true. And that's a great
0: point. Thanks yeah. for bringing that up. Yeah, that's a great point. Because that's not what I expect to happen. I mean, when when I didn't take the plea in Cheshire County, they hit me with a fifty percent more a difficult sentence. I yeah, would that's have, what
1: I'm looking for. I would to. have been
0: able to plead a sixty days, and they hit me with ninety. So, uh, so it was worse for me. But for him, it was significantly better. Right? Like, uh, what was the the deal they'd offered him?
3: I think the original
5: deal uh, was uh, what he was supposed to have been recommended by the PA was uh, six months and uh, three months, good uh, three years, good behavior.
0: That was it. Yeah, right. he got uh, ninety days, so he got half of that. Sure, but he does uh, have a b- a whole lot of prison time uh, hanging over his head for a five year suspended sentence. So that's pretty much going yeah, to kill himself you know activism uh, anyway. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, civil disobedience at least. But the thing is, you never know what's going to happen out there, uh, and it's hard. It's hard once you stand up for yourself to stop. It's hard to uh, to mm-hmm. back down. Uh, like today in the courtroom, Clyde, you saw that man threaten me uh, when I walked up to him with a video camera, and I'm out on uh, I'm out on bail right now. Maybe that's why I kind of walked away from it, but I didn't stop recording when he told me to stop, and I told him I wasn't going to stop. So, I, you know, at some point you just you get so used to standing up for yourself and your rights that you just can't back down. Well,
3: totally. it is, it's also
5: confusing because it's also arbitrary to have been recording the whole day in the courtroom. You're still recording in the courtroom, but all of a sudden the rules change because he said the judge wasn't in the room, so now you can't record. But how do you know these arbitrary rules? They change on the fly all the time.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. And I think that's one of the things that uh, is shown pretty clearly as we continue to show people, you know, video footage and coverage and have discussions about the various different things that happen up here. Because some people will say uh, that, you know, you guys, you're in New Hampshire, it's supposed to be live free or die, but it's not the free state. Well, yeah, we've got a long ways to go here. We're just getting the ball rolling, just getting started. And yeah, it's been several years, but this is a lifetime project and it takes time for people to uproot their lives and make the move here. I know, Clyde, that you've had an intention to come up here for a while, but you've got to business that you run and, and, you know, personal health issue. And it just hasn't, you know, it's been difficult for you to, uh, to make it up here, but is it still your intention? Does this dissuade you? What happened today? What happened to a demo? Uh, does it dissuade you from making the move to New Hampshire as part of the free state project?
5: No, absolutely not. When the judge was reading the uh, instructions to the jury, I was really kind of impressed uh, about New Hampshire, the difference between New Hampshire's, uh, rules to the jury instructions versus North Carolina, uh, there was so much more uh, emphasis on the rights of the defendant that you would ever hear, I think, in a court in North Carolina.
0: Also, in most places, you can't touch jury nullification as a topic in the courtroom. And in my oh, opinion, I, I yeah. wish Demo had spent 10 minutes talking about jury nullification rather than what seemed like less than a minute. I felt like that was a bit of a drop of the ball. But you can talk about jury nullification here in New Hampshire. I've seen it done. I've done it in my trial. I've seen other people do it, and the prosecutors don't bat an eye at it. The judges don't care. And that, you can't get. And to my knowledge in many other places at all
5: now, i had a judge in north carolina tell me one time i was having just a conversation in a restaurant with him and told him that if i were ever on a jury i would uh act jury nullification and he said if i ever found that if you ever did that in my courtroom i would put you in jail uh, for contempt
0: wow and you were having dinner with this guy
5: <laughs> well no he was at another table oh. and he started a conversation with me i see and then I found out that he was the judge. Wow, yeah, bad for him, I guess.
0: Clyde, thanks for the call tonight, man. Anything else you want to share about today? No, nah, that's appreciate you yeah, coming appreciate all the way up, man. Yeah, yeah, really so- glad to Dave, see both Dave, of you. Dave,
5: yeah.
0: Right on, Pete. Hope to see you back up here uh, sooner rather than later. And uh, same to you, Clyde. Great to, to have you come up here. And uh, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. That's Clyde. Uh, you. Clyde Voluntarius, by the way, is the man behind Never Take a Plea dot org, I believe. Yep. I think he already hung up, but yeah, but yeah. That was, uh, that's the site. I'm actually wearing his T-shirt right now. Uh, 855-450-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line... Although I can't say never take a plea. I, that, I don't go that far. I'll say don't take a plea. I suggest you not take a plea. Certainly don't take the first plea. Yeah. In some cases, uh, you know, doing it's the right thing because you got to do what's right for you. But overall, people not taking a plea deal contributes to clogging the court system, which is one of the things that was freaking this prosecutor yep, out. Sure the court system was going to crumble if the jury didn't find him guilty, and they did. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything that you want. Though tonight, uh, it's going to be a tough night to get in here because we've actually got a Freeman on hold. We're going to get right to his call, but our number here is eight is free. Maybe you've got a question for a Demo. Uh, that might be a good way to uh, to get in here in the remaining moments, uh, or the, at least the last uh, half hour of the program here. 450 free. We definitely want to talk to a Demo because he was in court today and he was on trial for recording government bureaucrats. On the phone, while they were on the job, in their offices, and this absolutely ridiculous jury convicted him on all three felony so-called wiretapping counts. Now, it's important to record government bureaucrats. If you're in a state like New Hampshire where it's one of these two party states, try to get in the habit of telling people that they're being recorded. I don't, you know, I'm not a le I'm not a lawyer, and I don't recommend asking them for permission. And that's what they want you to do. They want you to ask them so they can tell you yes or no. But in my opinion, and it's not a legal one, but in my opinion, if you tell someone they're being recorded and they stand there in front of you and continue to talk, that's consenting. And you can tell that you can tell them explicitly, hey, look. If you don't want to be consenting to my recording, you can just go away from my microphone. But I am recording you, and I think that's an important thing to do. Don't ever ask for permission. Tell people that they're uh, that they're being recorded. That's a good way to avoid potential wiretapping charges. And that might actually apply if you've got the Freedom Cam in your car as well.
2: Right. I, you know, I, when I was driving to this court case, I had a few activists in the car with me, and I felt you know more secure because I have the GPS black box dash cam from FreedomCam.net in my car. When I turn the key. The camera comes on. The audio recording comes on. The recording of my speed and my route, my direction, all of that stuff comes on. And so I've got a... You know, hard, I've, I've got a hard copy of what, or, you know, a digital copy of what happened mm-hmm. if I ever have to deal with, uh, you know, some situation, whether it's an automobile accident or a police officer that doesn't remember the story the way I remember it. And, you know, I fought these tickets. They don't remember anything. So it's nice to be able to have <laughs> um, you know, an audio recor- and video recording of what happened. And FreedomCam.net gives it to you. And that's the first thing you say when they walk up to the vehicle. You're being audio and video recorded. Well, I don't consent. Oh, well, if you don't consent, head on back to your car.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's FreedomCam.net. That's right, FreedomCam.net. Right, let's go to Adamo Freeman from CopBlock.org, who heroically stood up to the, uh, the intimidation factor of a possible 21 years in prison to take his charges of uh, wiretapping to trial today in front of a jury. Uh, you're on the line calling from the not-the-spiritual-retreat. I don't know if there's another name for this place, but it's the Valley Street Jail, and it is not a very nice place to be from what I understand. Uh, welcome back to Free Talk Live.
6: Hey, thanks for having me on, guys, and thanks for everybody who uh, came out to court today and supported me. It was uh, quite the three-ring uh, circus that us activists have come to know in this court. So.
0: So tell me about your experience today. I mean, what was it like connecting with that jury? Because ultimately, it was a huge disappointment for me. I saw one woman who was constantly nodding her head. Uh, she was, uh, if, face, if you were facing the jury, she was been on the far right, and I'm sure you noticed her. Uh, but she was constantly nodding during your opening and closing statements. I thought, oh, we might have one, but we didn't. So what was it like? Yeah, we-
6: I, I thought the jury was, I don't know, difficult. I, I don't know if it was the jury so much, but as Michael and I, the district attorney, you know, his message and my message were so far apart. You know, he's going with the law, and, like, I, I almost felt like he's trying to scare the jury, and I was just trying to yes. lay out what happened. I wasn't trying to deny any of the, the allegations, and I was just trying to say, hey, public official, public is not private, and therefore no expectation of privacy. And uh, we were really far off, and I almost saw between him and the, the judge with his lengthy readings and almost threatening, forceful manner, you know, that that's ultimately what has prevailed, is that people are still afraid to stand up to the state, and that's why I was convicted.
0: We got the, a couple of us, Nemi and I, got the impression that you were feeling maybe a little bit defeated uh, during this, maybe at some resigned, point. Resigned, was little, the word I used. A little resigned. Uh, is that true? Were we getting a, the right vibe, or was that just not the case at all?
6: I mean, sure. I mean, even being in jail, you know, I'm, right. I'm constantly told when to eat, sleep, my lights go out for me, my laundry comes at the same time, so... I'm sure that's been taking a toll on me. I, I didn't have the spunk, you know, not being around my friends and having, you know, my family there to give me advice. I mean, I know a lot of folks were trying to give me some advice and stuff like that, but at the time, you know, it's like, this is go time, you know. I didn't, yeah. I yeah. wasn't able to prepare them and, and have conversations, you know. I'm going to sell by myself with you know, doing these things. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. It's probably, I definitely could have performed better, I guess, at this at, at court
1: today. Well, I think it was frustrating, too, because Michael Valentine, the prosecutor, oh. kept comparing what seemed to me to be apples and oranges, because you were saying public official on the record, and he kept saying, well, what if you have medical records? What if you're talking to a rape victim? What about it's rape apples- victims? Yeah. Were
2: there any rape victims recorded, no, there, Michael?
1: Right. There. You didn't record any rape victims. You didn't record the transmission of medical records or anything record like any- that
0: conversations to which he was not a party, right. which is what he was getting at in his closing statement, which, right. of course, he got to give after you gave your closing statement, which meant you couldn't rebut anything that he said, any of the lies in the, that he told about you and the words that he put in your mouth.
6: Yeah, exactly. I and mean, when he would say that, I don't want to be held accountable... Uh, you know, that's not a belief I have. As everyone knows, I believe in accountability. I believe in laws and, and, and things. I just don't believe in the government forcing these arbitrary things. You know, like I tried to point out today, none of these alleged victims called the cops and said, uh, you know, they won't harm me. None of these people could or were allowed to answer if they thought prison time was something I should do or any jail time. You know, just just little things that might have swayed one juror. And, and that's definitely where I to probably it. You know, I had planned previously to put up a bigger fuss and... Part of me didn't, you know. I'm, am I'm, I'm tired. I'm beaten down. Yeah. And, you know, it is yeah. what it is.
1: You need to come home, man.
6: I agree. I would like uh, nothing more than be home. It seems like uh, the judge ultimately really gave me a left. year sentence. I uh, hear just the, the minute warning there, yep. but. Give me a year sentence and uh, suspended nine months of it, so he basically, but he did run it concurrent with the current sentence, and so I might be home in 30 bit more days
0: or so. Sure hope so, man, yep, because me we're too. looking forward to seeing you back here in Keene, and I'm hoping that once you're done with this Manchester nonsense that we won't have to go back to, to Manchester, Manchester anytime That's soon. That's right. Uh, because- I you know you I, don't want to. If you're gonna do civil disobedience, and I have to say awesome. that you know, and by the way, demo, please uh, call us again. You know you're gonna be in there for a few more weeks. Keep giving us updates. I don't hear often enough from you, dude. I really would like uh, to.
6: I, I will call more frequently when I got some cry.:.: Cool, awesome. man. Awesome.
0: Have a good night. Thanks for being Sorry. on. That's a uh, demo from CopBlock.org is with us there. The caller. Yep, yep. And there she is to uh, tell us that. Let us know. These uh, Fun just times, time's over. over. Thank you. Thank you for your two dollars and eighty cents. <laughs> it's uh, to two dollars and eighty cents per call <clears throat> from that particular jail. So, nice little uh, monopoly they've got there. Yeah, it's, really, it's a sweet deal for them. But uh, yeah, I don't really – if you're going to do civil disobedience – and Mark, you were concerned. Like I was advocating everybody do this. No, no, no. There are certain people who are excited by this sort of thing. They're excited by uh, the violation of stupid laws and the taking it, of, you know, to court. And they're excited by various different aspects of it. If you're going to do civil disobedience, you got your, you know, your your heart set on this. You feel like it's something that you've got to do. You've, you're really excited by Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree, this great new movie that everybody is uh, raving about. That is totally free. You can watch online, an uh, HD on YouTube at Victimless com. You're excited about Derek's civil disobedience, or maybe some of the stuff that's happened in the past, or what uh, a demo has done here and you know kind of all the the hubbub that's surrounding it if that's something you want to do please please do it in the right place first of all do it in new hampshire secondly don't do it in manchester the jail there is the worst jail it is so bad in comparison to the The, one out here the judge is better the judge is better that's true but ultimately a demo is uh, is going to stay in this awful jail for probably another month and uh if you're going to end up in jail. End up in the better jail. That's all I'm saying. Just a suggestion. All right, so 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI. I never freelance. thought I'd be in a talk show where they uh, advocate staying in the better jail. It makes sense, though, right? <laughs> Let's go to Benjamin listening in Northern California. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Benjamin.
9: Hey, uh, I was made sick uh, just knowing what was going to be happening to a demo. And, uh, you know, and then today came, and I, I can't say I'm surprised. You know, I I would have been surprised had the jury nullification worked. You know, I expected the jury to be obedient and to do what they were told to do. As
0: you should have expected, uh, because you are one of the Bartholomew brothers, I believe, right? Right. And right. you were also on trial in front of a uh, obedient jury that uh, was basically a lackey for the state. And even though you didn't do anything wrong, they convicted you anyway because you didn't do what the cops told you to do, even though what they told you they wanted you to do was not necessarily all strictly legal.
9: Right, right. So I wasn't surprised what happened uh, with the demo, but I have to say, uh, seeing all those people in that courtroom and seeing all the tweets and...
6: The life spring and whatnot.
0: Hold that uh, thought, I Benjamin. Really... We're going to come back to you here. Stick with us, can you? I hope so. More in a moment with Benjamin from Northern California, 855 free. His thoughts uh, will be next, and yours as well. We can sneak you in here in the remaining moments, which are next at 855 free. It's free talk live. The successes are piling up and proving the free state project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keen. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest liberty forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain, but enough time for you and your thoughts if you make the call now at 855-453. SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features we give to you. That's, once again, freetalklive.com here tonight. It's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. Don't forget, we've got archives galore, a bunch of them going back for years, back to late 2006. You can go click and download as many of them as you want. FreeTalkLive.com is where you can access them. You can actually go to our SoundCloud page as well, which you can uh, link to from FreeTalkLive.com. Look on the left hand side under Listen and Share. You'll find our SoundCloud link there. And then you can go there and then you can use the share button on any one of those episodes including the Edgington Post, That's right. and share them on your uh, favorite social networking site, Facebook, Twitter, you know, you name it, your WordPress blog. Uh, they've all kinds of links and options there for you. When you click the share button on our SoundCloud page, go to freetalklive.com to grab a whole bunch of archives, all completely free. As we continue here with you and your thoughts, let's go back to Benjamin. He's one of the Bartholomew brothers who has also faced a ridiculous trial that resulted in uh, a jury. And by the way, I'd like to point out that uh, to everybody who's... Uh, critiquing a demo... For not doing as good of a job as they had hoped that uh, that he would do. And he admitted that, you know, he didn't do as good of a job as he would hope, have hoped either. You. Uh, what's
2: that? You've you critiqued him for the same thing.
0: Well, right. I mean, I totally understand the position he's in. It sucks to be in a crappy jail and having to prepare for trial and, uh, you know, not having the resources at your fingertips that you would if you were on the outside, like the internet or even a decent law library, something that you could uh, research. And, uh, and, and then on top of that, just, you know, feeling defeated by the, the whole system and how— sure. Uh, how much weight they they put on you. But you actually, uh, Benjamin, when you were on trial, you had your own attorney, and uh, you still lost. The jury was still siding with the state, and they still found you uh, guilty. And so you weren't surprised that this jury was the same way. Uh, It was still disappointing to you, but there was something that kind of lifted you up, and you were just getting to that point.
9: Well, yeah. Well, I'm 3,000 miles away from uh, from Manchester, here in uh, Northern California. Uh, But I was... uh... I don't want to say happy, but it it lifted my spirits to be able to follow what was going on on Twitter and the live stream and seeing the pictures of uh, how many people were there to support demo. Um, you know, I I it lifted my spirits a bit because I was feeling like what a what a what a crock all this was. How how horrible, um, you know. And I I remember before there was even a, a tweet about what the. Um, what the verdict was, I remember watching the live stream and seeing uh, Jason Talley uh, walk out of the courthouse, and I just knew automatically, oh, he was found guilty. I, I could just see it in the yeah. expression on Jason's face, yeah. and it, it helped me feel a little bit more connected. And I, I don't think people really appreciate, um, you know, being on trial and knowing you have support. And knowing people uh, know the plight you're going through, I, I, I think it's incredibly valuable.
0: You had a couple of folks come up from far away in California. They drove uh, at least a couple of hours to come to your yep. trial out there in Yuba County. Um, what was the turnout for your trial? Because it was fairly well promoted. You got local media, and there seemed like there was a lot of local interest in it. How did... Yeah,
9: we had like a dozen people, two dozen people. That's pretty good. You know? I mean,
0: that yeah. that's impressive. And
9: considering the games they play, I mean, our, our trial was scheduled for one day. And then they moved it to another day. And then on yep. that day, it was just jury selection, but not the trial. And it was all supposed to be done in one day. I mean, so considering, you know, the uh, the back and forth of it, the the games they play, I was surprised anybody made it out at all. Absolutely.
0: Um, and how many of the people that were there are the couple dozen uh, that, you know, how many of them did you know personally? And then how many did you not know? Like maybe they'd heard it on the radio or newspaper or something.
9: I, I knew mo- I had met most of them. Not many of them, you know, a few, not often, but there were a couple of people who that was the first time I'd ever met them. Some I had talked to on the Internet or something like that. And, again, the the, the people you were talking about who came out from Fremont, so that's a good two, three hours away from where we are. By I, the way, I'd
0: they never... uh, they made the move to New Hampshire about a month ago, and they were at uh, demo's trial today.
9: Yeah, no, I remember uh, seeing them in the stream, uh, you know, in the audience and whatnot. And was like, wow, I mean, uh, I think uh, the daughter, she talked about how uh, she posted on Facebook or something about how, you know, she's been to a couple trials of people who are, you know, quote-unquote criminals uh, and being convicted and how she's not going to let that get her down. You know, it just only makes her more... um, Resilient and wanting to make sure it that's not what it's like in the future,
0: I'm glad you brought that point uh, up Benjamin and uh thanks for sharing tonight. Anything else you want to uh to get to? No,
9: I just wanted to say you know people uh, you know like uh Pete was saying, there are some good takeaways. I think another one of the good takeaways is that a demo had support, and that might not have that didn't obviously change the outcome, but I think it's
0: important for it absolutely the is
9: and everybody else to see that there is support there in the
0: Shire. Yep, so. yeah. that's right, and that's why they should go to uh, org if they love liberty, if you love liberty, and join up. I know, Benjamin, you've already done so, and you're planning a move out here, and thanks for the call tonight. That's Benjamin from Good Men Do Something. And he pointed out something that I thought was important to mention, and that is that uh, the prosecutor, in his arguing for the 12-month sentence, which he ended up not getting, uh, was uh, ended up being 90 days in jail, but the prosecutor mm-hmm. wanted 12, uh, 12 months, he, uh, you know, pointed out that, look, you know, we got to send a message, not just to a demo, but also to all of these people back right. here. The he actual emotion yeah.
2: towards yeah. He did. the audience.
0: Yep. So he wanted to, uh, you know, send a message that this will not be tolerated, this behavior of recording government bureaucrats. Uh, I mean, I was totally insulted. Here I am.
2: I'm a 41-year-old guy. I've got a wife and a kid, and, you know, I'm as, as normal as they come. Mm-hmm. And this guy's motioning at me as though, I, I mean, and, and doing everything but calling me rabble. You're rabble, yeah. It yep. was disgusting. I mean, really? I, 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 you who do you think you are? Well, he's, he's in charge, he, buddy. He's in
1: charge, and he was upset because we were, we were standing for a demo, but we were not standing for the judge.
2: You know, when well, would walk we were him, laughing at right. him, too. Right. right. And he mocking, was ridiculous. And yes, I didn't laugh yeah. at him, but he was ridiculous. I did. See, that's the thing. I didn't laugh at him, but he motioned towards all of us. As, right. Because this guy same. thinks like a group. He'd have picked me up in the same paddy wagon and driven me off to the same concentration sure. yep. camp. That's right. If that was within his power.
1: Well, you were sitting next to me and I was wearing the shirt that the principal wanted the kid to take off after after he had been slammed into the table at West High.
2: Where was I supposed to sit? All the seats were I taken. No,
1: you were stuck sitting next to me. <laughs> just really, saying, that's you have to put it like that in front of all my fans. So Mark, thanks. The point so I much. wanted to make
0: was at the very end of the uh, the trial, as this character, this prosecutor, was walking out. Uh, I made the statement, as were others, uh, because it was Will Kostrick who inspired me by pointing out that he was going to go ahead and do some wiretapping and send the prosecutor the uh, the audio files. And he tells me he's serious about that uh, and that he intends to send me the files as yeah, well. Good, so good. Uh, so that's going to happen. But uh, I walked out and I, I let the prosecutor know that I was not deterred because he said this was supposed to be a deterrent, uh, that you know punishing a demo is going to show people. Right. And other people said the same thing to him, that we're not deterred. If anything, people are more energized than ever because they know this state is a terrible idea they're hurting peaceful people and this insanity needs to to stop yeah so uh there was one other point i thought that was important to make here because obviously we've been talking about there's a lot of aspects of this and again you can get the latest over at copblock.org pete air has a great write-up there highly recommend you take a look at it i'm sure it'll be cross-posted at some point to freekeen.com as well as the video which is currently encoding it's going slowly that'll probably be up sometime during the overnight hours so look for it tomorrow morning but the jury themselves, once again, did the same thing the jury did the last jury trial that I was at, and that is scurry away into their cars. They were allowed to come in the back door, which we should have covered the first time. We didn't do it. Uh, we didn't have the back door covered, at least not that I knew of. Everybody was out front during no? the beginning of the trial. Yeah. And then when the jurors came in, I was, I was looking at them. I thought not one of them came in the front door. So they must have told them to come in the back because they knew we were out front the week prior. The jurors came out front the week prior, but not today. And uh, and so folks went back there after the jury left the courtroom. They went back to the back of the building. I haven't seen any of the footage yet, but from my conversations with the people that were there, the jury members left the building and hurriedly walked over to their cars and got in their cars and drove off when offered fifty dollars to have a you know 5 minute interview or whatever on camera about what happened with the with you know jury deliberations and and what it was like being a juror not one of them uh was willing to take that deal and they all just wanted to you know essentially get out of there
1: it doesn't look like any uh, any other news organization has uh, any meetings with them either so yep. there's that they just went off like cockroaches yep
0: so that makes me wonder about them. You know, what are they thinking at that time? Are they proud of what they've done? If so, why don't they talk to somebody about it? If you're proud of what you've done, why don't you stand for five minutes, right. take fifty bucks why
2: didn't Sergeant Slaughter, the Vietnam War vet, going, right. like, Hey, he was gonna destroy America. Why didn't you like, yeah. why wouldn't this guy fifty bucks? Right. Fifty bucks explain to us how America was going to get straight. And again,
1: they knew because you can't unring the bell that he was looking at a significant chunk right. of time in prison. He was looking at 10 to 21 years was what he said. And granted, it was object- it was stricken from the record, but you can't unring the bell. I mean, and thanks for
0: coming in tonight. They were,
1: thanks for having me. Yeah, I
0: appreciate your insight and your observations. And thanks uh, to both of you. And thanks yeah. to everybody who came out to the trial today. Yeah, absolutely. Basically their entire day uh, supporting Adamo Freeman from copblock.org. Because uh, he's totally worth it. Yeah, he. It was great to be there, and we'll be back here tomorrow night. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. And again, more updates coming over at copblock.org and freekeen.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Hi, I'm Derek ji don't want a politician to represent me. To me, government is the idea that one group of people can coerce everyone to comply with an edict or face increasing punishments up to and including death despite perhaps the most noble of intentions, the best government services are a far cry from what could be provided for by voluntary interactions. Besides, the people who call themselves the government wage wars and put peaceful people in jail for crimes involving no victims. If Starbucks used some of its money to drop bombs, I wouldn't shop there. So why would I support the American empire? The Empire does not require my consent. Derek J.'s Victimless Crime Spree, available now free in HD. See it now at VictimlessCrimesFree.com.